happy birthday. I mean, anniversary, uh, 50 show, one year. Ugh. All right, who are you people? We're the skeleton crew, officer. Alex is just fooling around. Hey, yeah, I'm just fooling around. Yeah, can it, jackass? You say Justin hired you? Yeah, uh-huh. He paying you for this? No, but we were toying with the idea of auctioning off nude photos of my breasts. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, what are you been smoking, boy? Me? Don't smoke. Causes cancer. You know what I mean. Would you just get off a spaceship or something? Colombian gold man, grass, hash, the weed, dig it? Hey, what's he talking about? Hey, don't get smart. Me? I'm as dumb as they come. Hey, not another word out of you, you understand me? Really, officer, we're just trying to do a show. A show? For who? Only the coolest, craziest horror fans out there. Well, there's no crazy people around here. You kids keep your noses clean, understand? You'll be hearing from me if you don't. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness on the radio. Here we are. It is our big 50th show. One year. Yes, sir. How are we here this long? <laughs> is anybody on Harbid listening to this? How come we haven't been canceled? You know why? One reason. <gasps> Matt Wazell! Yes, sir. <laughs> <gasps> Wait, what the hell? <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Wow. Hey. Matt. Oh, my God. There he is. Hey, come in, buddy. Hey. Let's go, man. It's like he came from the heavens. Matt, sit down, take a seat. Wow, it is... Don't chain me down or anything, because I got shit to do there. <laughs> Aww. Just... You don't want to be permanent? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie doesn't even try and leave anymore. Like, honestly, you're part of the fam already, man. You got your fucking skeleton crew pass. How, how, ma- how many skeleton crew members are wearing their Matt Lazelle skeleton crew shirts uh, right now? Here? Here. I, well, it's near me. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. And, uh, yeah, I'm still voting you off, so. No, no, there's yeah. a reason for that, you know. Well, your hair's too nice to mess it up? No. You use it for a jizz rag? It's, no, it's because of how I record. Okay. She's <laughs> a jizz rag. <laughs> she hits a jizz rag. That's <laughs> 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 what I use mine for. You gotta clean up the uh, stuff. <laughs> I would uh, do that to a skeleton crew shirt. Like, hey, I look- think that's like the highest honor for one of those shirts. <laughs> well, I could do it this weekend if you want. <laughs> this weekend? What, do you got to pencil it in? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm too busy for sex. How about I'll squeeze in on Saturday? <laughs> we got retrospectives to do. <laughs> oh, God, enough of that. Dead's coming out, man. We, we got to do it, man. Well, let's just breeze through them, and then yeah. you'll have to time. Yeah, we'll just breeze right through them, you know. You knock guys it. always breeze through the retrospectives. It's yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> wow, Matt. Hey, I'm sorry we didn't go into enough detail. Yeah, anymore. I mean, seriously, three and a half hour shows. I mean, they could be a little longer, I think. And, yo, and speaking of Evil Dead and Possession. That's what she Matt, said. Matt. Yeah. Oh, shit, son. Oh, boy. Another one of those... Yo, but Matt, honestly, what the <laughs> fuck possesses you 
to listen to our show back to back twice in a row. <laughs> There's got to be something wrong with you, which is great. You fit in perfect here, but seriously, explain yourself. <laughs> you guys, you guys talk about so much shit that you just can't absorb it all in one sitting. But you know what that means is that he thinks it is worth absorbing, so he goes back and then does it again. That's awesome. I don't know. I don't, so I'm not convinced. That or I'm just like half retard and I can't fucking get it all. Either way, thank <laughs> you so much. I told you I didn't have a problem. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> skeleton crew. I listened twice in a row. <laughs> He got these long drives to work, and he's listening. He turn, he listens to the show. You know that. Okay, the one Matt. I have to tell him one thing, though. I hope you don't mind. Uh, go right ahead. No book. I, I I felt bad for Matt at one point because I feel guilty that if anybody takes their time to listen, <laughs> so I felt extra bad at this point. You Catholic? He liked the Psycho Three show so much that <laughs> he heard it and he heard it again. And then I was like, wow, that's that's great, man. Thanks so much. So then he texts me back like two or three hours later. He goes, hey, man, <laughs> long ride back home, <laughs> third play. Wow. <laughs> Sick fuck. I have this guilt complex like, wow, somebody really listens to this? <laughs> no, man, that fuck, especially those psycho shows, dude. Those were fucking incredible. And I think, honestly, those were the best shows that you guys wow. have done. Wow. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, man. Seriously. No, really, dude. Me and Dan were talking about that. Like, you saying that. See, you're, you're the gauge because... Mm-hmm. You're the gay. You're the gay. Yeah, maybe. Of, of you, you have been there since uh, since the beginning. And if you say that, we did our best show. I believe in it. So here's what I was saying to Dan. I said, if Matt is right, then that means we are in our prime now. Indeed. Yeah, so here's the thing that we really appreciate about that. Because, like, you know, people have, like, a, a, a good streak, a high point of, you know, whatever they're doing. And then they're, it's almost like doing heroin. Like, you, you shoot mm. it up and it's the greatest thing in the world. And from that point, you're chasing the drag. Right. And it's so, like, it's such a privilege to live in, in, the, in that prime instead of, like, looking back on it. So, like, if, if you're right, which I don't think you are. <laughs> you can't be. No. no, that's really a great thing, and it's like it's uh, the nicest thing. Thank you. No, but dude, yeah, thank you, thank you, Matt. Well, but- Alex, when do you think your prime was? The down the road episode, or <laughs> <laughs> we see that's the thing. Like we're talking about looking back on like on the good stuff, and then like you're just chasing it from there. Like honestly, man, even though like those might have not been as good, I, I kind of I. I really look fondly on like everything right. so far. I like there's only I don't know if there's like too many shows that I'm like, ugh. Hi, this is Dan's grandmother. Just congratulating you on your one year show. Oh Dan, when you're done, don't forget to take out the trash. We talked about the ones that We talk <laughs> about it all the time, dude. What we try to do, man. Is first and foremost, you gotta have fun. But to me and and Jamie and Alex, you know, talking about movies just doesn't do it. Sometimes you gotta fucking kind of break down the walls. You gotta examine things. It's fun to dive into these movies and get into aspects to where 
you know, maybe they have been done before, but it's our take on that even. You know what I mean? It's not us switching subjects around even that so much as it is um, taking a different angle. You know what I mean? So we just try and get into them, and therefore we have fun because we're getting shit done, you know? And uh, what's that fucking song where, like, what's your definition of fun? For me, it's when we're getting it done. You know, it's like yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> when we're doing. You know, you know, sick puppies. I love that song. To me, it's hard to even gauge, like, to say what the good shows are, what the bad ones right. are. It's just fun. To, to, to me, I don't know. Like when I look and I look at all the titles, I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, what do I know if it's good or not? I'm, you know, I'm in it. So, like, I just think of which one were the, like which were the most fun shows, I guess. And but Matt could tell us. So, Matt, do you have a? Uh, Oh, wait, dude, you know what? I'm sorry, my mom's calling. Can you hold on for a second? Uh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> my mom is calling in. She... Hi. Hi. How are you? It's, you know, the 50th show, one year we've been doing this. Yep. Oh, my God, you got me on it, this radio? Absolutely. My, <laughs> my grandmother called in earlier and I had her with <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Every, Everybody thought your text about the, the Bates Motel is really funny. Can you tell us in, in your own words? <laughs> uh, okay. Did you watch the second one? <laughs> no, I didn't. I can't say I did. Oh, you didn't, yeah. you didn't break your leg running to the TV to, to see <laughs> No, I can't say I did. What was wrong with the first episode, do you think? I found it to be very disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? Um, actually, there were two that stand out. And the first was the whole um, incident with the mother and the nut job. And the second was when they were on the boat and um, they were discussing their feelings for each other <laughs> while there was a dead body in the middle of them. <laughs> and that's A&E, too. That's not even HBO or anything. That's basic cable right there. I know. Very disturbing. <laughs> like, uh. like, I kind of cringe when I saw that that's on regular TV, oh. not HBO. Yep. And... I think of like kids, kids, and if they were kind of flicking through the channels and all of a sudden, whoops. <laughs> yeah, the scene in the kitchen, that would disturb a kid, I think. Yeah, I think so. Any, so that was pretty I, hardcore for a first episode. Right, right. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, you know, it happens. It, it's a known fact it happens, but I don't see why it was that it was necessary to get that graphic with it you know i mean we get the general idea of what was going on there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they did kind of walk us through it they did kind of yeah yeah and well. i found that to be very disturbing and you know i'm not anti-horror movie or anything like that but that i think they could could have been a little more discreet seen as it was on a regular channel versus like you know hbo or something like that mm -hmm. right all right absolutely you know hey what'd you think of the bill mosley interview <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all righty 
Alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, my mom actually put up with one movie we watched. I think two or three times she was willing to sit through Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Remember that? Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Where Jason has a bag on his head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember your favorite scene? You jumped each time when he, when Ginny was going to open the door, and then he bust through the window and went to grab her, and you jumped every time. I mean, all of that, all of that is like, uh, you know, I don't like being jumpy, you know. That <laughs> <laughs> either. That everybody jumps at that scene. <laughs> yeah. That's a good horror movie. Absolutely. Now, does anybody have any questions for my mom? Except, did you drop him on his head? <laughs> Ah, uh, you just took that question, so no, not anymore, no. I asked all the good questions, alright. I, I, I have a quick comment, though. In all seriousness, okay. uh, me and Alex have been doing the show for about a year, and um, excuse my language, but you should be uh, you should be damn proud of your son. He's a, uh, he's a great human being, so, I, yeah. I agree with that. I'm very much so. Very Alex much so. Is, is... I, I do not agree with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not only is he a hard worker and he puts so much effort into this show and everything else he does, but he's one of the most genuinely kind people. Did everybody hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, do you have anything to say besides uh, fart jokes? <laughs> uh, no, I thought that's why I was here. I was going to be well, no. In all fairness, no, you should be very proud of your son because he, I've been listening to the show for a long time now, and he continues to blow me away with with the uh, the level of uh, production and everything on the show, and it's just he does a fabulous job. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely wow. definitely an exception. I should have my mom on more often if I'm going to get compliments. Thanks, guys. Well, as soon as she hangs up, it's going to be a different story. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for calling in, and uh, <laughs> I'll see you this weekend. What are we having for Easter uh, dinner? <laughs> what did you say? What are we having? Yeah, what are you making this for Easter? Eh, the Have usual: it. the ham, the dried out ham, sides, a what? Spiral? Uh, no, ham, ham. Yeah. Ham. <laughs> oh man. Terrible. <laughs> Listen, uh, now now you see where Alex gets his sense of humor from, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's my upbringing. Absolutely. Well, it was a pleasure talking to, to you, too. It was nice. Same to here. Same here. It, it's, it was a lot of fun. For sure. For sure. Thanks, Alex's mom. Thank you, Alex's mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. Have fun. Then talk to you Thanks later. Too. Bye-bye. Later. All right. See that? Oh, she's great. such a sweetheart. She's so sweet. No, but she really, though, Alex, you do fucking suck. I know. I was going to say, guys, thanks. She really thinks I'm great now. She's probably, like, tilting her head like a confused dog just now. She's like, these people like him. No, dude. Come on. And I'm not going to get into it too much now. Well, I will later more so. But fuck, man, you know, everything happens for a reason, dude, and, and how we got here. Do you want to get into it? Uh, you know, start start off how we started here, or we're already fucking a half hour in, and we haven't even started the show. <laughs> well, I don't forget, we do have to rip Matt an asshole for his email calling us fanboys. Let's yep, let's get to that, that gotcha journalism part where you bring me on and just bash me. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's get there. Come on. It's news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we can't gloss over that. Uh, he's not getting a pass just yet. Okay, we'll get into it later then. We'll get, no, no, we can get into the beginning. Oh, uh, the beginning. Yeah, well, I just wanted to say, though, straight up, like, how everything started, dude. Me and Alex were fucking chatting, dude, online, and we would fucking talk on the phone or whatever because we were in kind of a similar situation where we were coming from one radio show or whatever, and we'll get into all the details of that, uh, obviously, after, but... I just met him and I realized that this dude's got it. And not that everybody else didn't get it, but I was like, wow, like he's trying to fucking do the same thing I'm doing. And let's face it, dude, if you hear me on all those other shows, and I'm not saying go check them out, folks, but good fucking lord, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, talk about a bumbling fucking moron. And I'm not to, not to say that I'm not still... <laughs> But good. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, but Alex, when we got together, man, you know, I can only, I can't speak for him. He'll tell you later. But when we joined, I didn't fucking know if I was gonna be good. I don't think he knew I was gonna be good. So when and I had no idea you'd be this bad. That's the weird thing about it. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we didn't know, man. We started the Friday Thirteenth shows or whatever, and it was very like, all right, man, let's see. But I felt confident enough because. It, it, as a human fucking being, you can tell when somebody's on the same wavelength. And more so than not, you run into retards that aren't. And like I said, sometimes, you know, the show that I was on before, it was just a different thing where it was like horror movies in the back. So when we got together and we had a, a plan and we would hash things out over the phone or whatever, it was good that we actually got talking before we actually even did the show because we knew each other well enough to where we were just off and running. And obviously, Mike was a part of the other show too, so I had a history as far as that goes. But man, ever since we started this shit, dude, it's just been like a fucking non-stop moving train and you know what i'm gonna shut the fuck up because you guys were already making fun of me and saying i don't breathe so oh yeah you didn't breathe just now everybody get that no, no i fell asleep sorry <laughs> exactly that <laughs> wasn't the most compelling paragraph you ever heard <laughs> mr chase <laughs> at no point <laughs> oh boy we'll save that for later jamie Hey guys, I just wanted to call and give you guys a message for your one-year show. been listening for a while now, and I think you guys are great. Just got finished listening to the Psycho Retrospective, which is by far one of my favorite series out there. And I agree with most reports, and uh, just keep up the good work, and uh, I look forward to listening to more. All right, everybody, for the one-year show, here we go. We got Dave Z calling in. Yo, what's up, Dave? Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> we are celebrating one year of the Skeleton Crew. And, you know, Dave, you came in You came in a little late. You, you started listening around, what, the Texas Chainsaw, would you say? Or... You know what? This is funny. I, I started listening, like, maybe a month ago, and I started right with the start of the 13th stuff. Oh, shit, dude. And, uh, yeah, I listened to all of them. I listened to the Friday the 13th, then I jumped around, then I did the Jump the Shark. I didn't even do the TCM retrospective. I did. I just finished the Sleepaways, and then I did the cycle. And I'm actually, I had the, 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 the newest cycle on pause right now. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'll listen. I listened to the shit out of this show. And, uh, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of buzzed myself, so... If I, <laughs> I don't know if he's on Psycho 3 or 4. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I think... I've all the Psychos in the last month, man. I'm freaking... For uh, about 10 years now, all I've listened to is, you know, my iPod. To and from 
work, my commute every single day, my music. I'm as big a music fan as I am a horror fan. So anyway, right. I got, you know, I got like 5,300 tracks in my iPod <laughs> on random, blah, 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 always going. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I've religiously done this on my work commute for 10 years. Since I started listening to this show, which is, you know, like a month ago, mm-hmm. I've had this thing in my car listening to your show every day to and from work. This is the only thing that's ever interrupted that. Yeah. Wow. So, Dude, that's I guess you could say I'm a big fan, you know? Thanks, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? What's wrong? Are you listen to this shit? <laughs> listen, it's so refreshing, though. This is the kind of conversation I wish I, you know, had on a Friday night, you know, at my house with friends over, freaking, you know, partying and talking about the movies. Dude. Know? That's why we do it, man, because I – all my friends could give two shits about what I got to say about Jason. Like I, I've noticed I engage people at parties, and they're just like, yeah, dude, I really just don't care. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, man, it's great. It's great to talk horror with fucking cool people like yourself, you know? Oh, it's the best, man. It's the best. Everything. I mean, every show has been great since day one, even with the old whatever the hell name was. What was his name? John? Whatever his name is. Oh, the guy on our show? No, he was named Mike. Mike? Oh, it's Mike. <laughs> Whatever. It's so irrelevant now, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Even those shows, they're all really good. When <laughs> Jamie's come on, you know? It's freaking, it's taken it to a whole other level. It's, it's come full circle. Oh. And, you know, freaking, I look forward to it every week. It's great, you know? Oh, thank you. Thank you that's so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's great. Listen, oh. man, I, forget, I seriously wish I was in there. You know, bugging myself, just friggin' rapping the same shit with the with the three years. Well, dude, we gotta have you on for a real show at some point. You know what I mean, buddy? I'd love to come on. Are you kidding me? It's a freaking. It's just like Daniel was saying. You know. Well, we'll have to get a third shackle shit. though, because then I'll have to be tied to him too. I guess if he's on the show. <laughs> sure. Oh, man, that's all right. It wouldn't be the first time. No big deal. <laughs> hey, Dave, I got the front. You get the back, bro. <laughs> Yeah, hey, finger Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Jamie, <laughs> you say whoa, but you're not objecting at the same time. Yeah, I said whoa. I just, I just Wait, dude, as long as I get her face, it's all good, right? Exactly, yeah, no, that's covered. Okay, good. Oh, I hope man. Great. <laughs> if all goes well, it will be. Now, Dave, if I'm involved, you'll be okay, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamie, if I'm involved, you won't even feel it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, that was so it's so cool that you also went to Dr. Cyclops first. Right, um, yeah. I was, jumping? I was just telling the boys about my very first issue of Fango was the Evil Dead 2 issue. Wow, no shit. Did you know Nancy Thompson's watching Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, not Nightmare on Elm Street. She's watching Evil Dead in Nightmare on Elm Street. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. You know why they did that? Because oh, there was a, uh, a nod to freaking when they watched Evil Dead 1, um, they were watching, what do you call it? Uh, there was the, the sign that said the hills have eyes. Hills have eyes. Dave, do it. Dave, don't talk like that. They've already been talking earlier about replacing me, dude. Don't say shit. Everybody like knows this stuff but us. Dude, we get the, the listeners are probably like, are these idiots stupid? <laughs> hey man, if somebody gets sick or something and there's a sick call, I'll come in and I'll, you know, I'll substitute, you know, one day. I don't care. I'd love to be on that shit. Well, like Alex said too, man, you came in late, but bro, you came in hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you came in fucking like fire, dude. 
It was the craziest fucking thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. The whole thing, you know, and I had this whole spiel set up. Like, I was freaking saying, oh, yeah, you know, and I'm buzzing, and I'm freaking sitting here, and I'm cooking my mac and cheese, and, uh, you know, <laughs> my wife's asleep. <laughs> Seriously, I am cooking mac and cheese, and you guys happen to be talking about it on Psycho. On the retrospective, I was Wow, yeah, I was going to say that. Wait, that's what I was saying I was eating, because I'm sitting there, Dan's talking, I'm like, yeah, and the thing is... And he's like, what are you eating, pizza? Because Dan is addicted to Celeste pizzas. So he... Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude, that, we have to make that like the official skeleton crew meal, like Celeste pizza with macaroni and cheese on it. <laughs> Dude, I had, I had a Celeste pizza for lunch and mac and cheese for dinner. <laughs> I almost bought a Celeste. That's funny. Oh, shit. No, but it's real funny because a mac and cheese, I just happened to pick it up today. My, my wife's uh, going on an airplane at 3 a.m. this morning, so she's already asleep. She's taking off at 3 in the morning, so, you know, I'm all alone. So, you know, I catch a buzz. I'm doing a little office work in my house. And on the way home, yeah, let me rewind. I, I just happened to pick up mac and cheese on the way home. I <laughs> you picked it up on purpose. So now it's sitting here. Oh, the old classic Stouffer, yeah. So it's sitting in the freezer, and I'm listening to your show, and you guys are talking about mac and cheese. And I'm like, shit, I fucking know. So I'm definitely calling them now. See, <laughs> it was meant to be. Dude, I'm telling you, these things, you, you guys think I'm crazy. These meant-to-be things are, that means that we're in a universe we belong in. Don't you understand? Nope. It's a Right on. Oh. Yeah, oh. looks that's your thing, the whole meant-to-be. Last time I was on the phone with you, you were talking about something that happened with you and I on Friday the 13th, and, and the day that you met, uh, you talked to Adrian King the first time, was the first time we talked on the phone, and, you know. Holy shit, dude, yeah. Me and Dave had a meant-to-be thing. And, dude, check this out. Me and Dan had a meant-to-be thing today. Dan, oh, God. Me and dude, every day, there's, like, several. It's fucked. Well, how about when I called you guys yesterday, or when I asked oh. Alex to call me, and he was already on the phone with Dan, and I was like, that's great. I need to talk to you both anyway. Yeah. So then he called me on three-way. Yep. Uh, yeah, we three always way. have a three-way with Jamie. Jamie loves three-ways. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Right on. Girl. Today, me and Dan, while I was at work, we were talking about uh, life things, like a couple things about life, and then I talked about Robert Downey Jr., because we were talking about, like, movies. You ever, you know, movies, you ever feel like some movies are meant for the whole world, but you, you're you disconnected with it? You feel like it's for everybody except for you? Like, you don't feel like a part of the audience that this movie is geared to and you feel like the rest yep. of the world is. So right. he was saying, we were giving examples. He goes, dude, do you feel that way with Avengers? And then I had to explain to him that no, because Robert Downey Jr. is one of my favorite actors. He is my favorite actor ever. And he's been since like the eighties. So we, I have a connection. So when that kind of stuff happens and he's a part of that whole world thing, it doesn't matter because it's me and him now. So it, I am a part of that movie. So the, the crazy coincidence is when I got home, somebody sent me an email on, on Facebook and they said, that's who you remind me of. I couldn't put it together, but you look like Robert Downey Jr. And I never put that together, but that's who it is and blah, blah. And I'm like, holy shit. I haven't talked about Robert Downey Jr. in months or whatever. Me and Dan talk about it. Two hours later, somebody tells me I look like him. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Like that is yeah. just crazy shit. That stuff that is there's no way. And we had a lot of them happen, but we're gonna talk. About- you just well, just the other day it happened again. Um, I was I was tooling through um a, an old show, and it was the uh, I believe the Danny Trejo show because I just wanted to hear it because we've been talking uh, for for this show actually. We're gonna drop a lot of bloopers and behind the scenes stories of like what happened when you know we're trying to get a hold of half of these people that we try and contact and some funny shits happen. So we're trying to drop in, yeah, like yeah, exactly, like little shit here and there or whatever. And dude, as I'm going through it, I just happen to skip to a certain part in the thing where uh, Alex was talking about how um, how Dana Workman uh, dogged us out uh, for an interview. So he was like, you know, you know, we were like, fuck you, workman. Dude, I swear to God, as I'm listening to that, I'm sitting there chatting with Alex too. He fucking mentions Dana Workman. I'm just like, what the fuck? And this shit happens wow. not only daily, but several times a day. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And, it's and crazy. not only that, on top of that, the reason I sent him that is because somebody posted a picture of um, J- JL Pardo, the chick from. Right. Um, uh, Destination Truth. Destination yeah. Truth. And that's why we were going to interview Dana Workman. And somebody posted a picture of all of them standing there. I go, dude, check it out. Dana Workman, the chick who blew us off while he's listening to a random show about us talking about her at that moment. Then, to top it off even crazier, someone in Horophilia posts a show where they were re- reviewing the movie. Um, what's the one da- Danny Trejo did? It was like bad, something bad. Oh, badass. 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 They said they reviewed that, the yep. Danny Trejo movie, and Dan, out of coincidence, just listens to our Danny Trejo interview at the moment that that guy posted that. Like, so three things, Dana Workman, Danny Trejo, and us talking all went together. That's not it. That's not it. And to furthermore, um, your friend, Alex, one of our friends on the Facebook page, had um, had liked one of uh, Danny Trejo's statuses, and it in his status, it alluded to the fact that he was thanking his mother, and in within that within that post, it basically said she's the only lady that ever stood beside me, which was a quote that he said gave on our you show. in that interview that I had just listened to ten minutes prior. So that's fucking what? What are we up to? Four, Four five things, things one in day, dude. Right. Get out of here! Shit's crazy. Out of hand, man. Wow. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. It's crazy. And how about this? Even with Dave calling in right now, I said to myself, you know, we, we're asking people to leave voicemails and shit like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild if while we're recording a show, somebody calls in? I swear to God, if they do, we're picking up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. And you mentioned me on the last show, the one, the one I happened to be listening That's right. to. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's fucked up, huh? And I was like, well, I'm calling... All these signs pointed for me to call tonight. I said, all right, I'll call. Yeah, what did and I say? I said our friend Dave said what? Oh, you were talking about how uh, it's been around for a while. And, um, was, oh, yeah, Dave's just starting to listen to... Uh, yeah, Jump the uh, Shark. Jump the Shark yep. and something else. And you were talking about the Nightmare 4, how I always freaking have trashed it and, yeah. you know, yeah. that whole scenario. Wow. Now, Dave, I, I got to ask you a question, bro. Um, Because you said you just started listening and stuff and... um. What do you think is like your favorite one? Not not necessarily your favorite movie, but like what do you think you like about the shows? Did you do you like the retrospectives? Do you like the interviews? Do you, I mean what, what what do you think it is? Well, I love the, wet, the retrospectives. I freaking like I skip and I love Danny Trejo. And I was trying after I uh, I tried to go in order after I listened to Friday the Thirteenth. Instead of going to order, I listened to the recent ones because I was excited about the cycle. So I listened <laughs> to them. Yeah. So then I tried to listen to them in order. Or 
And uh, I, I love Danny Trejo, but I skipped over the interview, and I love, love Bill Mosley. Right. And I, I skipped over that, and I'm just listening to, I did the Jump the Shark, I thought would be interesting, so I did that. And that's kind yeah. of a retro for different things. Yeah, sort of a retro. Yeah. yeah. You know, in a way. So, like, and I listened to that in the Sleepaway Camp, and now I'm oh, on yeah. a psycho, and... You know, so of course I love the retrospective, and, and you know, I couldn't listen to some of the new ones because I hadn't seen the, the TCM 3D yet, and I hadn't right. finished it yet. Yeah, so you don't know. So, jumping around like that had to be really, was it confusing when all of a sudden I was there and Mike was not? I mean, were you like, what yeah. the fuck just happened? <laughs> well, it was weird because I didn't start listening until after you were on, but the, like I talked to Alex about it one day, and he told me about it, and he said, listen, you of all people, you got to hear the Friday the 13th retrospective. And I said, listen, I'm going to get right on. And I don't know how it, it passed me for the past 10 months, but I didn't know. I didn't. I never <laughs> listened to any podcast ever in my life until, you know, the first one with you guys with Friday the 13th. Oh, that's why you think we're okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know what the hell they were. Um, <laughs> I'm going to plead freaking ignorance to the podcast. <laughs> listen, don't listen to any other ones. <laughs> you know, Unless they're one of mine. Yeah, Jamie's well, yeah, well, on tenable. I'm going to listen to Jamie's other ones, too. Why not? You know, nope. you got yes, This guy got a long ride to work, man. <laughs> 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 well, it's good. 20 minutes each way, every day, you know, five days a week. There we go. You know? It doesn't matter what you're into. Werewolves, she does a clown show. She does a everything. Do ninja. A clown <laughs> she does it. She does a show dedicated to Ninja Turtles, dude. Like she's on it. Dude. Oh, I know Alex likes that. Oh, Krang rules, dude. I do a porn show. I do. What? Don't say that. You can't say that to a guy like me. Yeah, come on with the porno. No, Krang. Krang is the ultimate ruler of Dimension X. That's all I know. <laughs> well, you know what? There was something she was doing. There was another retro for. Another show I saw. Maybe it was Evil Dead or... I don't know what the hell. Scream. Oh, we're yes, doing a yes. Scream retrospective on Devour the Podcast. Yeah. Well, I'll listen. I'm listening to the Scream retrospective. Did you say Norma Bates? <laughs> I'm fucking oh, dude, she's here. so fine. Oh, dude, did you see the episode one? Oh. Of course. I fucking watched it. Here, here's how bad this... My DVR broke yesterday afternoon. <laughs> and I freaking... I was fucking fuming. Because first I had this going on. I had, the, you know, the cycle thing at night. And then I had wrestling. And I, my wife has finally gotten into wrestling. And I had into WrestleMania. So she actually watched with me. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So now both are going to be DVR. Well, DVR goes. So long story short, I can't tape them. And, and oh. I still haven't seen Walking Dead. So I had all this shit planned for last night, and this fucking fiasco happens. The DVR breaks. I'm like, you gotta mm-hmm. be kidding me. <laughs> In my house, it's a fiasco, you know? So anyway, <laughs> I end up having to watch it. I had to bring an old box that's not used for my bedroom, and wow. I had to watch it with fucking commercials, which, oh. you know, I, I never do. So I'm watching Bates Motel. I had to piss. I had to freaking. <laughs> It wasn't a commercial the first freaking 30 minutes. Did you realize it? Yeah, yeah, I realized it. Dude, I thought there wouldn't be one. I was like, hey, what is with A&E? Do they run commercials or no? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, what the hell? And then all of a sudden it was like four breaks in the last half hour. Like, what is this fucking, you know, (laughs) Howard Stern used to do? (laughs) That's a great reference. That's a great reference. Yeah, man. Dude, (laughs) didn't it seem like a long episode? Like, me and Alex were talking about this. It seemed like... All right, it's an hour series, and you got fucking, you know, um, Kenny the cameraman. Yeah, you got Kenny, and by the time he rapes her, dude, you're only like 20 minutes in, dude. And and there's just so much to it, dude. I think this is going to be one of the biggest fucking uh, TV shows ever. I think this will surpass not 
only The Walking Dead, but dare I say Breaking Bad even? I don't know. I don't know. It might. It might. Horrors? I don't know. I, I, I don't mind. I mean, I'd love, I thought it was great, and I hope it does. But fuck, Walking Dead has crossed over so much. Like, you know, I'm the guy at work. Like you like you said before, Dan, like, you can't just be talking about horror and with everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody wants to hear it. Everybody knows he's the horror guy, and right. whatever. I'm the fucking the weird horror fan. And I look <laughs> at like freaking 100 people. You know, I'm a dealer yeah. at the casino, so I got a whole bunch of fucking coworkers. Well, they're coming up to me right. for the past year or so. Walking Dead, Walking Dead, that in American Horror Story. And these people aren't even horror fans. Yeah, they're yes. talking about it. I just don't see that Norman Bates, the character, has that, that crossover appeal. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think so. I think you're right. Yeah. At the same time, though, they set it up where I don't. You don't even have to know who Norman Bates is to realize this is a good drama. You see what I'm saying? It's like a. It's just a good story through and through. I think knowing who Norman Bates is and all that stuff helps. It definitely helps, and it's like you know, people like us is just fucking. Oh man, I love it. But at the same time, I think it does have crossover appeal. That's to what they did with the show. You see what I'm saying? Like, and and they could have fucked it up ten ways from Sunday too. But I feel like first and foremost, they just went with the drama aspect. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. Bates Motel, awesome show, and I hope it you know, keeps getting better. I heard it's gonna. And Dave, just thanks so much, man, for calling in, dude. We really appreciate yeah, thanks, it and all your support, buddy. Thank you guys. Oh, that was that was great. Now, listen, thank you and for putting out such a great show, and it was great to talk to you all. You know? Absolutely. You all, I feel like yeah. I fucking... I'll be okay. Anyway, it was great to talk <laughs> to you guys. Yeah, you too, brother. <laughs> we can't wait to have you back on. Absolutely, yeah, sounds brother. Good. Thanks, and congratulations. I'm so glad again. you called, honey. Bye. Yeah, me too. Goodbye, everybody. All Thank right. You. See you later, buddy. See you later. All right. Later, Dave. Later. Peace. Hi, Scotty Crew. It's me, Myra. I uh, just want to let you know that uh, I'm so happy to hear your show, and just uh, wishing you a uh, happy uh, one-year anniversary. I've been listening to the beginning, and I love you guys. I love everyone that's in the show, and make you laugh a lot. So before I go for my jog, I just downloaded the two shows that I really haven't heard, and I am going to go and have a great time with my walk. And I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything. You guys are the best. Bye-bye. All right, Matt. Yo. Okay, so let's... uh. Let's let's take a journey through the shows now. So, now walk through the valley. Of the we'll get your perspective and then ours, and if you have any questions, we'll intertwine them. Okay. So, you're listening to House of Horror for a pretty long time. What, like a year? No, not even. Let's see. I discovered Horrorbid in, I guess it was like six months before you guys started airing. I probably it was like that. Maybe that Halloween before you guys started airing, and that's when I I found I found. Uh, the fucking House of Horror show. Okay, so you listen to them, and you didn't know any better, so you liked them. That, that, that was honestly the first podcast I've, yeah. I've ever listened to. Me too, Matt. And, Matt, Matt. I, I wasn't the first one for me. I feel you, though. I listened to him for a while, too. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the first show I discovered, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, it's right. two guys talking about horror movies. Yeah. I, I, I fucking like it. It's cool. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So... You know, a couple months go by, and then all of a sudden you you see this rabbit in blue skeleton crew thing, and you see, I think, a press conference. I don't know if you even saw that. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. 
A lot of people don't even know about that. Does it, do you guys know that that happened, Dan and Jamie? I remember, yeah, of course. I thought that was a cool little bit, and I actually like to listen to it every now and then. Hype that shit up. Maybe oh. I should play it. I do have it somewhere. Yeah. Okay, well, yes, yeah, so what do you think of that press conference? What were you ma- what'd, you, what'd you make out of that right away? Well, I had no idea what the show was or anything like that, but... Were you like, wow, this is stupid? <laughs> no, I actually dug it. I'm like, okay, there's another show coming up. Uh, you know, I could be into it. Yeah, here's that. Uh, here's the press conference I, I posted. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hello, this is Alex, the host of Rabbit and Blue Radio. I'd like to thank you all for coming. I'm not going to answer any questions at this time. I'm only here to give a statement. First of all, <laughs> I'd like to say we're happy to be back at horrorbid.com. Thank you, Justin, for this opportunity. Rabbit and Blue Radio is back. The show is a little different this time. We sent in the skeleton crew. And it's our goal to make you think about these movies like you haven't before. To have a new kind of fun with them. To talk about things that don't get talked about too often. Like, why don't these guys wipe their ass when they get off the toilet bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Why did they make Hatchet 2? What are they thinking? (laughs) Why did Jesse scream like a girl in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2? Oh, that was answered? We have the answer for that? (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's many other questions (laughs) that have not been addressed. You may be skeptical about us and our return. You may wonder, are these guys true horror fans? Yes. Are we dedicated? Absolutely. You may wonder, do these guys really know their stuff? Absolutely not. Do they know what we want to hear? No, not really. Were they fired from a lot of websites? No, just this one. Do these guys have a good camaraderie? Honestly, we barely know each other. Do we get along off the show? At one point, I'm sure we've all talked about each other behind each other's backs, if that's any indication. <laughs> yeah, right. All those answers should put you at ease. Just sit back, have fun, pop your headphones and your iPhone while you're at work. You can even play us on your computer while you're looking at your favorite non-paying porn sites. Just please pause our show when you're about to finish. <laughs> Never. Never. You don't even want to be indirectly involved with anything like that. I'm sorry. I'd like to thank you all for coming. I'm Alex, the host, and I will be joined, as always, by Michael J. And please welcome our <laughs> special guest host, Dan Chase. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were just a special, special guest. guest. Yeah. Special. <laughs> special so those were simpler times. Special meeting. You. If you suck, you're out of here, fucker. That that's exactly what that meant. That I'm not sure about this asshole. <laughs> Hey, hey, but in those first episodes, Dan was the voice I connected to with the most, I think. What? Yeah, seriously, I don't know. Holy thanks. <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, who's this <laughs> stiff motherfucker uh, who's in charge of the show? I like this Dan Chase dude. Well, I did sound stiff. I think I was trying to – that that was my idea of trying to be um, – like professional and, but look what I'm saying though. I mean, it's it's obviously uh, sound a like a senator. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always try to be a press con- dude. Hey, come on! I, that was acting. I was acting. Sounds like a fucking senator. acting. <laughs> so you heard. So you heard the first show. You heard the second one. You started to get the groove. Now, are you a fan of part three? Uh, yes, I am. 
Okay, when we got to part three, Friday thirteenth, what did you think? I loved it. I mean, you guys have your own opinions, and it's good to you know take in a different opinion about a movie that you you like. Now, since then, I've you know I, my my thoughts about Friday three have decreased, but mm. wow. yeah, yes, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I still no. love it, and I still I still love it more than than Alex and Dan definitely. Right. But dude, when you were listening to that, were we like hating on it? Like, oh, this sucks. Like, it, we still had fun with it, right? Yeah, like, like it's, fun with yeah, it. Set. Yeah, you were pointing out all the little, you know, stupid nuances with the movies and stuff like that. No, it was good. Fucking cool. douchebag with the fro, dude. Come on. Now, the, the little story behind that is that um, we recorded those first four shows Ugh. right all together. Grueling. First four. Ruling. It was, gr- dude. That that whole twelve show thing. That was like hell on earth boot camp. Yeah. For 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 shows, and um, <clears throat> so what happened was, we recorded that. The first one was all right. It was decent. The second one, we had more fun. We started to hit a groove. The third one was a little bit of up and up and down thing. We we're kind of into it. By the fourth one, though, that was like. Ooh. We thought, wow, this is really going to work. We, we, we go together well. We really put it all together. This worked out. We thought, wow, this is going to be a breeze. We, you know, the, the chemistry is just right. So we go, you know, I get the shows produced. I'm releasing them one by one. So it's like, all right, time to record five, six, and uh, I don't know, maybe seven and eight. I don't know. Maybe we said that. Well, no, mind you, it was day after day. You were releasing it every day. Yeah. Like the 12 days of Friday the 13th, meaning there's 12 movies and shit. So, right. dude, that's crazy, man. Cause- but here's here's where it got crazy. And, and we actually repeated this in the last show, which is odd. Uh, so we get to part five. We're sitting there and we're doing the show. And I'm just kind of like looking around at the floor and stuff. And I'm like, this is not really that good. I said, what happened? Like... And we got done, we got to the end of the movie, and I'm like, guys, that that really wasn't that good. Like, I'm not sure that we should release this. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, something's just, something's not popping with that show. I just, I just don't get what it is. Uh, would you guys mind if we, like, spent some more time on this, and I'll try to work some magic with the uh, editor thing here, and I'll try to, like, blend what we're saying right now with what we already did and try to make a full show out of it? Would you guys mind that? And they're like, no, dude, if you really think that, yeah, we can do some more of it. And I was like, great, yeah, really? And they're like, yeah. So we, we already recorded 40 minutes. Then we recorded another 45 minutes. And out of that, taken from both things and putting it together, I think we had like a 35-minute show. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like 50 minutes. Like, whatever it is, it was a whole thing, and it was just to get a good show out of it. So right there, like, I thought these guys were going to be like, oh, God, we're dealing with a nut job here. Like, this guy is that has that much quality control or, or whatever it is, like, sensibility, you know, quality sensibility. And neuroses is, is how I refer to them. I had a neuroses, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. right. But they were cool with it, and that was really great. Yep. Um, And then we did six. That was good. Then I think we stopped there because it was so tiring, and then I I had to put it together. Just to edit the part five show and put that together, that took me five hours. 
to take snippets from here and there and once we're done with a topic take it move it put it here put it here then I had to decide how it's gonna flow and work right so I had to move them all around and it took five hours just to get that one show out wow. and it's weird because nobody knows that stuff they just think you just sat there and recorded and it was done and whatever and that's like a 30-minute episode yeah yeah okay right, yeah right, right. and it, it took and it took 85 minutes to do and I say this all the time too, Alex. Dude, you, you are crazy, bro, but you're fucking crazy in the greatest way in hu- humanly possible, dude. Like like you said, quality control, dude, it fucking tortures you because you want to fucking make that shit mint, dude. Like, it's a fun show and stuff like that, but bro, I don't, I don't even like Five, dude. Like, that one, for some reason, we fell into a rut. But you know what, dude? We've learned from all that shit, dude. We don't even make yeah. those mistakes anymore. It's like the fucking train just rolling. We're on autopilot, dude. Matt Wazell comes in and fucking, you know. <laughs> well, we kind of did make that mistake again with the newest Evil Dead retrospective. When we did part one, we were all, like, really messed up. What? I am shocked. Oh, <laughs> shit. It, I could not tell whatsoever. I, wow. I could not tell. Oh, dude, people said... Like Jason said, that Dan sounded like bizarre straight off the bat. Like he, he was like, "What's wrong with Dan? Is he already wasted?" Did you guys just start oh, the show? No. <laughs> yeah, he, he was bad. I I was bad. I don't know what Jamie said. She, I think she was drinking. I'm not I sure. was tired too. I was tired and fucked up. It. You can hear it in my voice. I sounded fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were all bad. No, you guys definitely did. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Evil Dead 1 review wasn't really that good. I I made a bad tone to it because I kept harping on this or that. I don't know what it was. So yeah. I said to these guys, I go, guys, I know that we just recorded part one like two days ago. Would you mind if we did it, did more of it, maybe like another half hour on it? And I, I'm going to do something I did back a year ago. And I, I think it could work. And they both. Sure. Let's go. Like, that's, like, the right people around you, you know? Like, to have those kinds of people is the only way that something could turn out to be above what, you know, someone who's a lesser person would do because they don't care, you know what I mean? So I appreciate that with you guys. And we all have the same kind of taste, too, when we feel like we didn't give it our all. Jamie nailed it because she liked that movie a lot, but I felt like, too... um, we just kind of were just like, yeah, whatever. But I watched it again, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, I definitely grabbed a few more things, and it, and it all worked out. And you got to realize, too, man, you know, this shit's fun, you know? And if we realize that we missed some shit, it's not like, oh, we got to fucking go back. It's fun, dude. But I, I realized, too. You know, you know that I'm only that. happy when, I mean, well, not only exactly. happy, but I'm happiest when I'm recording. And right. if I'm not talking to you guys, I miss you guys. That's, and if we you know. know it's bad, though, we'll know. We'll just be like, all right, yeah. let's do it. Again. You know? no big but deal. it's important to be honest with yourself. How many people do you think are going to say to themselves, you just did something that wasn't that good? Exactly. You know, you gotta have, you have to be able to do that. Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere if you just think everything you do is gold. You know, like a lot of people, you know, like uh, we have, we have the most downloaded show on the network and all that kind of stuff and people might think you know we have egos and stuff and oh we'll just march in and kill this and then we're gonna leave and this no like me and dan talk all the time like our last show is done and that's it and we we're not necessarily sure we could repeat a high standard or anything like that you know it's to me every you know it's it's a it's a new thing to worry about each time and you have to give it your all every time there is no gimmies you know speak for yourself i'm out for fucking blood 
Oh, Jamie Jenkins? You're a fucking cougar, baby. <laughs> we hit the racetrack, eight stacks. Get them, girls. We stay hungry. We never we never act like the lion at the top of the mountain who's got the food up there and the dead animals up there. Like, we act like we're climbing up every time, no matter what. And that's how you stay. You're just hoping you don't fall like Mufasa. Mufasa. Because <laughs> then I would Ooh. cry. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you're right. You're right. Things like that happen. Uh, and I remember we hit a, we hit a good stride on the Freddy vs. Jason show, and... Here's another like little inside thing. J Justin was promoting those on Horror Bid <clears throat> by putting these big banners on the top of the site. And after we got done with Freddy vs. Jason, and then we recorded the remake show, I listened back to it. And I was like, <sighs> I just wrote to him, and I go, Justin, um, you know what? Even though we're releasing another show for the final day on Friday Thirteenth, just keep the Freddy vs. Jason one banner up there, okay? Because that was actually that's going to be more entertaining for people. And he was like, sure, man, whatever you say, I trust you. I was like, yeah, the, the new one's all right, but this was this other one's better. So, kept that one out and just kept promoting the Freddy vs. Jason one, and that's like the highest rated one now. And uh, out of all of our shows, actually, it's even on YouTube, I think it's up to 4,500. I, uh, that was one of my favorite shows, dude, doing it. I love that movie. I, I just love it, you know? So, that was my go-to movie to come home drunk and, and watch. Yeah, you always that on when I was wasted. Yeah. Oh, thank Love you, it. man. Thank yeah. you. That makes me so warm inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's pouring smiles on your brain. It's putting smiles on my penis as well. <laughs> dude, dude, check it out, man. That's for me too. Exactly. Like I love that's how that was one of my first memories is just getting wasted and and and, and checking out that movie and you know you get that fucking intoxicated fucking ah because it's stupid. It's a stupid movie. Fucking you know fucking corn poke. You know it's like come on. Oh god. But uh yeah yeah exactly. Get but, okay. yourself a pig to fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Big fuck. I've been saying that a lot lately. I said that in the Evil Dead show tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Now that all those Friday 13ths were over, what were you thinking at that point? Uh, I was completely on board because, I mean, those Friday shows, like you said, they were coming out every day. And I was fucking, I could not wait to get off work and take my drive home every single day. And I'm like, yes, part four is coming up. Part five, you know, everyone, even if I didn't like some of the movies, right. you know, like, like, you know, Jason Goes to Hell, uh, I still was fucking super stoked to, to come and, and listen to the show. So, thanks. What'd you think about that Jason Goes to Hell show? That, that show. honestly, even though that show is only like 14 minutes or something stupid, yeah. uh, I think that's the show. It, it's one of my favorites because it's got that song on it. I think there's a song up. Okay, let's. Let's see what Matt's talking about. <clears throat> yep, uh, that one I said to people, I apologize. There's a 14-minute show, so what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to record a rap song, and and I did a Friday 13th rap, and here that is, in case you never heard that. Oh, shit, As the story son. goes, one day in 1957, Jason drowns in the lake at the young age of 11. Oh, this the cows didn't hear nothing. They were too busy fucking. He gasped for his last breath, trying to reach for something. That was all they saw. This kid was reported drowned. They searched Crystal Lake, but his body was never found. Mommy broke down and cried. Her only son died. Why little Jason?
Jeez, that's all she had in her life But mommy just snapped, she said I'm getting them back Time heals all wounds, but she never could adapt To the fact that baby boy is never coming back Those two responsible assholes had better watch the back But they didn't, the dare, the bodies are laying in the mud I'd like to welcome you all to Camp Blood Camp Blood the time they find out what it's all about Now it's time, it's lights out, and no one's getting out, bitch Woo! I never heard anything like that in my life, and I was just like, I was loving it. Dude, Alex, <laughs> Alex, dude, yo, Alex can rap like a motherfucker, dude. I mean, <laughs> him joke around all the time, but I tell him I can't rap. I just fuck around, and, and I like freestyle, and, and it's funny to me. Like, Alex has musical talent, bro. Yeah, Indeed, I agree. Absolutely. Don't you have a couple of complete albums? Yeah, I have um, like rock music album, but I'm not a really good singer, and we couldn't really get one. So, um, we got this conversation today, actually. Yeah, I, I, I did all the music and I wrote it all and that stuff, and I, I kind of wrote the drums and and the bass and stuff. So, but my other cousin did a couple of guitars and um, did other stuff. So we said, well, who's going to sing these songs? They can't be instrumentals. And we really didn't have many people that were into that type of thing. So <clears throat> I had to write the lyrics and then sing it. So it's like, it's not that good, the singing. So I don't really like go around playing it to too many people. It, it's better than what I could do, probably. Dan, Dan's actually the singer. I wish I had like all just the instrumentals. I'd, I'd send it over to You should to still do that, bro. What? Um, send me the instrumental and I'll I'll lay down some. Oh, books. I got one song that's just an instrumental, and Dan has promised to do a. Uh, if you want, I'll write the lyrics or whatever, but you could uh, sing it or unless you are a writer. I don't know. Yeah, but what you got? What you got? So by what? Huh? All right. So we'll do that one day. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, Matt. So I got a couple of those, and I do have an entire rap album. Uh, some of it is not fully finished. I just I don't know. I just, a bad thing happened to me when I got robbed and uh, they took all my stuff, including my computer, which had all the music, which was movable and I could tweak things and stuff. And instead, all I have is the <clears throat> just things I put out, like all the instrumental. Mm -hmm. And I could, <clears throat> yeah, I could rap over them, but they're just not tweaked perfectly. So I only did it to a few of them. Like that suicide song. Mm -hmm. Suicide, it's suicide. Yeah, that was cool as shit. That was. Thanks. No, you can, yeah, dude, you can, you can definitely fucking flow and shit, dude. Me and Alex fucking sit there and freestyle all day. We're so retarded, dude. <laughs> We're fucking retards. Every time we call each other, you know that when you pick up. No, no. When I see Dan Chase, I'm already like, all right, rap, rap, rap. rap. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> Jamie hates Jamie it. Every time. It, apparently. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I actually love it. Every time Jamie walks in the dungeon, she hears, Hey, yo, Jamie, what you doing? You're about to be with the crew in. We're going to have some fun, so you better be the, the one who takes your pants off. and with the gun. We got you under pressure. I want to undress you. Yeah, baby girl, that's how we do it all day, every day. Let me give you a little twirl. You see how annoying it is? Oh, sorry. Why about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I, so but I like that every time they walk in the room. Well, I, not like go no. anywhere else. <laughs> in my defense, yeah, right. though, I try not to do it to Jamie. I always test out to see where Jamie is at. If Jamie is at work, I will not rap to her right off the bat. I will, I will, I will wait a second. Say, hey, what are you doing? 
Uh, nothing, uh, yeah. What are you doing? Uh, just hanging out. Yeah, baby, you hanging out, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> oh, I'm so ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm just retarded. All right, Matt, so we move on. Friday 13th's done. You're like, all right, I wonder what else these assholes do. So <clears throat> we start dropping a few interviews. What did you think when, what was the, what would you say was the big first big interview? We had Adam Green. Well, the, yeah, you had uh, oh, Adam Green, I think, right off the bat. Oh, yeah, that was the first one, yeah. Yeah, and that was cool. I mean, oh, I loved it. Dude, I, I, was, I was a little stiff on that one. I didn't like that that much. <laughs> you were. I think we all were, man. That was oh, weird. That was one of my worst interviews ever, dude. Wow. I was so nervous, dude. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. That I was so nervous on that, dude. That was like my first big one. And I'm from Boston, man. I'm from fucking Massachusetts. Adam Green has a house 20 minutes from... Dude, he's such an inspiration to me. I mean, call me a fanboy, whatever, dude. That's okay, Matt did that. I think I did call you guys fanboys. Dude, but you (laughs) I didn't know what to do with myself, bro. I was so excited, and I fucking... It it was what it was, but I definitely sounded like I was on some sort of amphetamine or of some sort. (laughs) Some some sort, right. I don't know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Is this an amphetamine? Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to know which... I don't need to know which one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's what I say about them. <laughs> oh. When we got to a big name like Bill Mosley, what'd you think of that show? Oh, the Bill Mosley show was fucking incredible. That interview was the one where I, you know, I was like, okay, I need to listen to these guys because they're doing some big shit. But let's not skip over oh. the other interview that you did that was maybe even better with Arnold. Ah, oh, yes. uh-huh. yes. yeah. Yes. That was right after the Adam Green yes. uh, interview, the, the Arnold interview. Let me see if I could find the Arnold interview. <laughs> Get to the chopper! I believe he was going to rip your spine out <laughs> of your stomach, or I don't know. You really I upset him. Do you guys remember me telling the story about my cat box? <laughs> Tell it again. And how we, well, because if you scratch him on his back he get to the chopper he talks and so we always go get to the chopper i don't know how he ended up being arnold schwarzenegger get down all right here's that famous interview where i interviewed arnold schwarzenegger himself oh my god is it really you arnold schwarzenegger yeah how are you man hi nice to meet you you too man hey do you, do you have a minute to talk no do you have a few seconds <laughs> yeah I do this radio show for Harbid.com. Good. And I just want to ask you a couple questions. Yes. Are you going to star in Terminator 5? Yeah. Now, do you think that you're a little too old to be playing the Terminator? You want to fuck with me? No, 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 sir. Please, don't, uh, don't, uh... Fuck you. No, no, seriously, seriously. I I didn't mean it like that, really. I, 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 dude, please, do not... Don't, don't, don't get mad. You're one of my favorite uh, actors Stop ever. Stop whining. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to ask you, do you think you're, you know, some people think you're a little old for the role. No, it's not true. You you think you can still play Terminator? Yeah. I just think that you're a lot older than you were when, when you did Terminator 1. Wrong. You're not? No. <laughs> okay. Look, did I piss you off, dude? Yes. <laughs> you know, I was just trying to talk real with you, man. What the hell were you thinking? 
I mean, I just didn't expect you to react like that. What the fuck did I do wrong? Did you start reacting like, like a jerk with me? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Dude, you're, you're, you're coming off as a jerk. Bullshit. You are. Stop it! Alright, fine. I don't play that game. Alright. Alright. What do you think I was setting you up to make you look bad? Yeah. Well, I'm not. Now tell me about when you cheated on your wife. This is all a lie. I was framed. I'm completely innocent. You're sure? No, it is not true. You're sure you never cheated on your wife? No. You know, I just, I just want to get more into this, but I'm kind of afraid, you know. That. What are you afraid of? Well, I ate a lot, and, I, and you're kind of getting me nervous here. I feel like I'm going to throw up. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist, because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Dude, dude, calm down. Please, please. You want to fuck with me? No, no, I really don't, okay? Can you please calm down? All right, now, now let's just try to talk rationally here. What do you get out of playing Terminator so much? Is it, like, really fulfilling to you? It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, <laughs> as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. Uh, alrighty then. So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm, like, uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming... Can you play Terminator over and over again, no matter how old you are? I get the same feeling, so I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I should play the role, because I'm a younger guy, I'm kind of the same age you were when you were... You're a fucking choir boy compared to me! <laughs> choir boy! That, that, that might be true. Compared to you, I am. But I think I have what it takes. Don't be ridiculous. Fine, whatever, dude. You know what? Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah? You're all washed up! Get off my show! You son of a bitch! Get off my show! Good. Yeah? I think that's messed up, man. I bought all your movies on VHS, I bought them again on DVD, I bought them on Blu-ray, I saw everyone in the theater, and, and that's how you're gonna treat a fan? Sue me, dickhead. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, Arnold, well, thanks for answering the few questions for the skeleton crew, I really appreciate it. Yeah. It was, uh, really fun. Good. And it was really nice to get to know you. And it was really nice talking to you. Nice to meet you. You too, pal. See you later, buddy. Fuck you. <laughs> you In had all fairness, maybe he wasn't cheating. He could have thought she was dead. Oh, that beast. <laughs> She's a little crypt keeper-ish. Oh, June. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad. She was the... Can you imagine a guy like that on top of the world? That's when he's banging. That was funny, dude. I like that skit too. Man, fucking choir boy. You a fucking choir boy compared <laughs> to me? A choir boy. <laughs> See, I come That's here. Just come there. I think we have some actual. Uh, before we move on, actually, because you're right, Matt. Why skip that far from the Friday Thirteenth stuff? We do have a couple outtakes during the Friday Thirteenth days. Um, let's see when we first started the show we did it on YouTube that was the way we hosted it that's before we got on a podcast network and now we're on iTunes and all that stuff but so we used to get we used to monetize it so that if anybody watched it we'd get paid like three cents for for everybody who watched it and then uh, we'd actually get paid for the show which never actually happened because Mike 
wanted to get more money, so he would illegally keep clicking the advertisements every time. So, because uh, it, it even tells you, do not do that, because we could tell what computer is doing it. And Mike did it enough that it actually canceled our account. <laughs> he fucked it all up, dude. Wow. I was going to say, they know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> Yeah. It, wow. He, he said, dude, it's okay. I do it once a day. It's fine. And I'm like, Mike, please stop doing that. <laughs> it's so easy to find an IP address, dude. Come on. I know. We were up to like $76, and then we just got it all taken away. <laughs> so we never got paid a dime for doing this. Um, so here, here's an outtake about... Uh, I, was, I was telling people... Uh, you know, uh, I forgot what I was saying. I said it on the show, but I cut this part out because if you even talk about the um, the uh, ads, it's illegal. So I actually had to cut this out. But this is me talking about people uh, clicking on the advertisements so we can get more money. Um, yeah, and if you think that way, turn off the show. We don't even want you listening. Right. But just click on the advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this is me having my fourth beer. <laughs> Listen to Mike, he, he sounds like a duck taking a shit. <laughs> One trick. <laughs> Mike, breathe through your mouth. Ew, what is he doing? What the fuck? Is that for real? <laughs> oh my god. See? Dude, I'm already pissed off, bro. Okay. You ready, Mike? We have to get on with the. Yeah, see? We're already 31 minutes into this. Dude, I think he's oh having a seizure, Alex. Call 911. <laughs> <laughs> it's an idiot. Oh, dude. god. <laughs> Is this a is this a piss break? We just went from three thousand views to ten. <laughs> oh, can't believe it. Uh, yeah, that was bullshit, bro. We always do that shit. Wow. You know? I don't think it'll be an outtake. I don't think we can keep that. <laughs> yeah. show. I think people will tune out. Yeah, that's the me, Mike, and I know what you're doing. Uh, I can't breathe. Oh boy, can you imagine putting up with that? Dude, but that's what I'm saying, man. Like, we carried that motherfucker, dude. Like, we always tried and tried and tried. And this ass just fucked shit up, dude. And it's like, what's that saying? I know I'm going to fuck it up, but you're only as strong as your weakest person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, it felt like he was just killing us, dude. So, yeah, man. All right, here's where <clears throat> we talked about, like, uh, you know how we used to do the awards for Friday their team, like best couple, best kill, or I don't know. I think we did that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I said the best couple in part seven, and I didn't know their names, and they're they're black people. Best couple <laughs> in the movie. Is there really any couple? Okay, we got the the two black people. That was a couple. We got we got <laughs> <laughs> two black people. <laughs> I don't know their names. <laughs> Oh. Kind of funny. <laughs> I guess it is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, and then um, from there, uh, 
I'm a pretty mellow dude, right? And, you know, Alex may think he's crazy. Yeah, he may be, but at the same time, he's crazy in a good way. Like I said, he's a chill dude, too. Like, what do you guys think? Like, we're pretty laid back guys, correct? Like, I would agree with that. Okay. <laughs> he drove us fucking insane, dude. Like, I would, I, 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 half of my conversations with Alex would start with one of us going, can you fucking believe this asshole? <laughs> like, for real, dude. And it's like, I, I, dude, I'm I'm such a fucking, you know, I go to work, dude. I come home. I kick it. I fucking blaze my weed. I watch my movies. I'm a fucking happy person overall. Everybody's got their down days. But you know what? You pick yourself up and you keep going. And you pick up your friends. And, and that's how you do it. But you know what, man? It's just... Some days, man, I would feel beaten, you know, just fucking beaten down. You would you would do all day getting ready to fucking do this shit, and Mike would reschedule, and then fucking he wouldn't watch the movies. Bro, you do a fucking horror movie podcast, and you don't watch movies? You're a fucking piece of scum. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good story about the, the beginning 12 shows. That, <laughs> when Mike called Justin to be on Horrorbid... We had the plan to do the Friday shows anyway. We were actually going to just do a show and release it on YouTube and not have any, like, website uh, really, you know, backing it or getting an audience. So we were just going to do that, and uh, it wasn't going to be too much pressure. I don't know if I was going to put that much, you know, effort into it because I didn't think anybody would even listen to it. Right. So I didn't put much thought into that. But then when we were doing a horror bid and he said, dude, let's do the Friday thing as an intro and really get, you know get our name out there and this and that and then from there we'll just do the regular show so let's keep on doing the idea I think I came up with the idea to do the Friday shows and then he continued it and said let's do it there I, I don't know who said let's do 12 days of Friday like one a day I don't remember that but. you did yeah you did well it just made sense too because that, there was 12 movies yeah and, and um yeah. and it was coming up on April when right. he got that that place you know to the the spot on Harvard so it was a grueling schedule though we knew going in fuck man it was tough and here's the thing about it we are really like uh we're really specific and really detailed with reviews these days but back then um uh, and the reason why is because we watch the movies before we we review of course right for those first 12, we had no time for that. Right. You know, I barely had time to produce it. And when something bad happens, like that part five show, I don't have any time to do anything. You know, I'm spending five hours fixing it. So um, I didn't watch a single movie out of all those. I'm kind of saddened that, you know, Friday the 13th to me is my favorite oh. slasher of all time. Yeah. And you guys, I thought you guys did great. Thanks. With that shows, but the level that you're at now with Jamie on board and stuff like that, if you guys could redo the, I mean, if you ever had an opportunity to redo those at the level you're at now, I would be so fucking mm -hmm. I think if we were to do that, we'd do the good ones and bypass the ones where we, you know, I'm not saying we wouldn't do part three. That'd be fucking right at the top of the list where we want to do Jamie Jenkins. It would almost be like we should just do the ones. Jamie should go listen to them all as like a little assignment for the right. show. And then whatever she has disagreements on or something to add, she could do. And then she could pick out like four that she wants to fully fleshed out redo with us. Right. And then we could like remake those that, that beginning. Because those at this point, those first 12 shows, those are like classic 
mm-hmm. just old, sh- you know. Those are like shows that are just like a classic thing because it's the first. You'll never get that innocence. You'll never get that purity. You'll never get us learning each other again. Right. That you know, and that uh, obviously the cast of those people is gone. You know, it's or two of them or one of them. Why don't we do that? Why don't we pick the hot, you know, some highlights? And Matt, why don't you do the same thing? We'll have you on if that's your favorite, man, and we'll we'll all do them over again. Yeah. I you mean, know. Fuck yeah. Best of the best, dude. You know, and and we can we can remake our motherfucking Friday shows. Yeah. Did anybody ever remake podcasts? <laughs> no. We're the first, motherfuckers. Exactly. We'll be the first to remake a horror radio show. But see, hey, right there, though. See, that's how shit goes down around here at the Skeleton Crew. One of us three will throw out an idea, and it just evolves naturally like that. We're not about giving credit or who gives a fuck, dude. We care about the motherfucking final product, and that's that. Well, the, the fun <laughs> part definitely comes through, because that's why I fucking... I mean, that's that's what attracted me to your show, because you guys definitely have fun with it more than anybody else I've ever listened to. I've tried to get on to other horror podcasts. Uh, there's so many horror podcasts out there, and all they do is fucking recount the movies and, and just talk into their microphone like this, and there's just no personality to it whatsoever. But you guys fucking have fun, and that's that's fun. <laughs> that's why That's what attracts me to your show. Yeah, and you said coming from House uh, from uh, and thank you by the way, and you said coming from House of Horror. It's a different. Yeah, yeah, that was the first podcast I listened to, and it was cool, you know, for time because I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what a podcast could actually be, right. and then and then after the first set of shows, uh, you know, with the Friday shows and you guys, I was like, yes, these guys I actually connect with. It, because you guys, we have the same type of you know mentality toward these movies. You know, they're fun. Let's talk about how stupid they are and stuff like that. But not you know diss them the entire time. Yeah, not yeah. There's there's a really super super fine line right. between talking about goofy shit in a movie you love <laughs> compared to ripping on shit because it's stupid. Hey hey hey. Yeah. yeah hey. Like they don't understand that at all and. Like I've said a thousand times in my rants against those guys, why are you doing this? You're not horror fans. You're just not. You can't not like that many, and still think of yourself as a horror fan. Like I, I think they're, I think they're definitely movie fans. You know, they they, oh, yeah. they love film and cinema definitely, but they shouldn't be so specific with horror. They should just branch off and do other shit. Yeah, that would be because they they do good jobs sometimes. I like we were all blown away by their Halloween retrospective and things that like that. That was cool. That was the first introduction to them, and I was like, right. "Holy shit, this is cool!" Yeah, yeah, and that that proves that they do have a talent. I think, um, but then again, I, you know, and that was a really cool thing about this show. Like, um, I I always felt that uh, they were better than us, especially when. Me and Mike, Dan wasn't there for that one. Our first show, besides the Friday 13 shows, was The Cabin in the Woods. And we did it and put it out. And then they did it a day or two later and put it out. And I remember playing back hours, and I was like, all right. Then I played theirs. And I was like, you know what? They did it better. It's better than ours. We have to keep going. Something's got to be different. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. You know, keep going. Keep doing something. Something's not right. We're not at that point yet. So don't don't take a, you know, easy, relax, sit back or nothing like that. Right. Keep trying harder. Do something different. Make it better. What are you not doing right? So as the, as the days went on, I began to stop listening to them as we kept going harder with our show. Um, then all of a sudden... 
uh, your email pops up. Oh, and yeah. it's because... Give me a few, give me five, give me that which I desire. Yeah. And you guys, yeah. <laughs> it's because they decided to do a Friday the 13th retrospective. And of course, we were pretty, quote unquote, famous for doing that in Harvard. Right. It's already been done. And that was our introduction. Most people have seen it. Justin promoted the shit out of it. So they did it. And I was like, you know, am I going to pay a dollar to see if it was better? And I said, you know, nah, I'm just, I'm nah, not going to. Not worth it. I didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, I uh, <clears throat> looked at the description of their next show, and I was like, I saw Friday 13 feedback. So I was really, that sparked my interest. I was like, you know what? I want to see if anybody compared theirs to ours. That, that was my instinct. And I just forwarded, 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 heard of a movie they were talking about, forwarded, forwarded, and bam, it hit right there. And he goes, Matt was out. Yep. He goes, okay, we have an email here from Matt Wiesel, and uh, let's let's play that email for everybody. This is the email that really changed our entire show. Like Matt is really instrumental. Yeah, Matt's a, a huge, intricate part of the show, and it was all because uh, he sent this email. I think is this it? Next one we got from Matt Wiesel. Your views on the films are great, and your retrospectives have been a blast so far, and I'm excited that you're getting to one of my favorite franchises, the Friday the 13th series. It's also interesting because recently the Skeleton Crew did a full retrospective of the series, as well as, as I'm sure you're aware of, but they are coming from more of a fanboy perspective. It would be interesting to hear yeah, the two cool. groups come together for one podcast, considering you guys have more of an analytical view and they have more of a nostalgic view. Skeleton Crew doing the Friday the 13th retrospective, us getting with them. Um, fanboy perspective, I'm proud that we don't come from a fanboy perspective with any of this shit. I'll just say that up front, and I'm glad that someone pointed it out. Yeah. Well, not we, that their reviews are shitty. I'm right, just saying I didn't that, mean it like that. That's just not our style. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing so. wrong with doing fanboy reviews. That That's awesome. That's great. But to um, me, I feel We're that, analytical. We like to dissect the film. It's a very blind way of looking at things, though, I will say. Like, you're willing to forgive way more. Yeah, first they start off like, their reviews aren't shitty. No, no, it's cool to do fanboy reviews. And then it's like... But can't think what arrogant assholes! Like you're I can't to... even stand their voices. I can't. Oh. I can't make it go away. Stop. Things though, I will say, like you're willing to forgive way more than. See, to me, I never thought of that while doing a podcast. It's almost like why bother? Be okay, so we're not saying those are shitty reviews. We're only saying it's a blind way of looking at them. You forgive too much, and why are you? Why bother doing? Because it's like. Oh yeah, this they did this, they did this, they did this. But I love it anyway. Who cares? Yeah, there's no awesome. there's no critiquing. It's just not our style. We're, we're more we like to be okay. Well, like but be. by saying they did this, they did this, they did this, that is critiquing it. And then you're just saying, and and I do it too. I do it all the fucking time, and it's okay. And because then I say, you know what? In spite of those flaws, I still love it. How how does that take away from the fact that you just broke it down, though? <laughs> I don't know. You know, and there's nothing um, wrong with being intellectual about a film and also being nostalgic about it. Yeah, Dick they don't Ed. like it though. They don't like it. If, if, if I can defend myself, yes, yes, with, yes. with the with the fanboy comment, you, I mean, and I've told you guys this, but 
you know, I didn't mean fanboy as an insult. I just didn't, couldn't articulate myself in a way that, you know, could tell the differences between your guys' shows. Yeah, you know, I, I, I hate us. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Fucking what fanboy did I motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, we don't give a fuck, bro. We know. We know what you were saying. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, no, it's all good, bro. I was actually going to bash Matt when I responded to that on that show. I was going to go, because I did say, well, For real? you know. Can you imagine? Dude, yeah, because I, I think I said, because uh, I read an email about them, about their fright, uh, their Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective, and it was from a guy named Clayton. And I go, you know, Clayton has his point of view, and Matt has has his point of view. And I, I was going to go, and that fucking douchebag has his point of view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, that, that would have got me so jazzed. I would have definitely said that. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, man, it is it is what it is, though, bro. You know, we do shit that we want to do, and that's that. Call it fanboy, whatever the fuck. Dude, I guess, man, fanboys. Okay, call me a fanboy, dude. I get fucking mad hot pussy. What the fuck are you doing, you know? <laughs> I, I co-host Jamie Jake. Jamie Jenkins is one of the sexiest fucking ladies on the motherfucking planet. I'm a fanboy, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck are you? Yo, you got a motherfucking lip ring. Get the fuck out of here, fan. <laughs> All right, Dan, go put on your Friday 13 chart and listen to the rest of the clip. Ready? Here, here's how they finished it this off. This is not our style. We're, we're more, we like to be, thank you, we thank like you to know. critique. Of course. Yeah. Um... Well, Otherwise, you're sucking the dick of the horror films. So. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to hear about how great the horror movies are? Like to go through the Friday series and be like, "Well, they're all awesome." It's like, why bother doing it? Yeah. Just because you're yeah, gonna do it from a fanboy perspective, yeah, yeah. and it's cool for nostalgia. Like, it, it, I like how he keeps backpedaling. Oh, but it's cool though. It, it's cool. Like you just talked about Silent Hill and nostalgia. That's cool. But if you're getting nostalgia out of every single film you watch, I don't know why you're doing this. Um, yeah. No, we like to stick to the reviews. Yeah. Full movie. Three, five, seven, nine. How many more that we bashed the fuck out of, dude? But you know what's funny about that? Sucking the dick. You know what, dude? We suck the dick of life, man. We have fun. They probably mistook our fun for fucking sucking the dick of the horse. Yeah, that's probably true. Exactly. When I heard that shit, I felt my heart fucking dropped, dude. (laughs) You're like, what did I do? I felt fucking guilty. I was like, holy shit. I did not mean that at all. Why are these guys bashing them? Wow. I fucking didn't understand it at all. I felt real fucking good. That's weird. And then I remember, Matt, I wonder if I have that. You sent us a message on Facebook like the week. Oh, no, it was after we replied to them. Matt, it, it's Wessel, though, obviously. Wessel, right? Yes, my name is pronounced Wessel. Wessel. But, 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 Damn it, all this time I've been calling you Weasel. That was that. <laughs> oh, that, that had nothing to do with your name, really. <laughs> that this guy with the weasel dick over here. Yeah, but dude, at the same at the same note, like, have you not been called that before? Somebody, I mean, I thought, like, Wessel the weasel. Oh, weasel all the time. Yeah, I grew up with weasel, and I'm quite fond of that nickname. Wessel, right? never, never That's in my that. goddamn life has anybody <laughs> looked at my last name and said, "Yeah, it's Wessel." <laughs> yeah, when when I first heard that, I thought Matt was like some, I thought he was like some flamboyant magician or something. I was like, what the hell? Wazell the wizard! <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt Wazell. I'm going to make a rabbit come out of my hat. Yeah, is this your card? <laughs> <laughs> Check it out, though, because no, I don't know if a lot of... Make the litmus paper turn blue. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Pink is no, blue is yes. Um, <laughs> uh, check it out, though. I don't know if everybody knows that it was that douchebag which was the um, originator of that, and that was a drop and, and a goof on them. I think people think we just say that. Like, that's where it came from. Yeah, that's that drop. It's uh. funny, lots of people who are listening to the show now have no right. idea. Yeah. Now, that's what I'm saying. Now they know. So knowing yeah, is half the battle. I was so excited the first time I got to say it. Yeah, we remember that. <laughs> you, well, you almost didn't let me. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> you said I could. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Jay Carentos. Just wanted to call in and say that uh, I like your guys' show. Uh, I've never really bothered to listen to many podcasts because, well, I don't really have the time, but more often than not, they don't seem to do much for me to, to make time, but you guys do. You're entertaining. There have been a few times where I've been having a bad day, and uh, you guys make it a little better. Uh I get through work easier, and it's just a lot of fun to listen to. You guys have been fun from beginning to end. You've covered two of my uh, top three favorite franchises, being Psycho and Evil Dead. So uh, keep up the good work, and I like what you guys do. Um, of course, <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that. You'll keep doing it. Um, anyway, yep, that's all I wanted to say. Good job, guys. Okay, the one-year show. We are happy to be joined by Jason Christopher. He was... He was on our show, uh, I think around, around, what, the 15th or so episode, yeah. and unfortunately, he was promoting a movie that doesn't exactly exist. Right, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> technically, yeah. Well, I mean, not technically, but, but yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. What happened was, yeah. we talked about this, your movie went from down the road and went overseas and it was called Punishment, and now yeah. it's called... Nobody gets out alive. Yeah, isn't that annoying? The movie with a thousand titles, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this happens a lot. Which one do you like the uh, most? I like Down the Road the most. I'm right. so pissed off that they changed it. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate Nobody Gets Out Alive. I think it's just like the shittiest title in the world. Like, if I was in Walmart to buy a movie, I'd be like, Nobody Gets Out Alive. More like, Nobody's going to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, I'm glad you brought that up, Jason, because um, I went to go buy your movie, uh, you know, I think it was like a day or two after it came out, dude. I got the last copy on there, bro, so it was sold out. Oh, and cool. I, and where, where are you guys look? Where are you located at? I'm, on, I'm in uh, Massachusetts, bro, Cape Cod. Oh, cool. Nice, Cod. nice, nice. Great. nice I like keeping up on where it sells out or where the copies are, so Massachusetts, cool. Hell yeah, man. I took a picture with Jason's movie, and then right away he's like, "Where do you live? What's your location? What Walmart?" Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I got. I like to keep up with it because, like, I'll call like my distributor and be like, "Hey, uh, do you know like how many copies he sold, or where it's selling, or where it's going to be sold?" And oh, they're yeah. just like, "No, we don't know that information." What? How do you know this information? You're my distributor. You distribute to these places. Well, see, that's the question now. I was going to say, how many did you sell, and did you get any of the money yet? I have no clue, and I mean, I didn't. I mean, tech. I mean, hey, money's great. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I didn't technically get in this for <laughs> money. <laughs> uh, I, I'm the more artistic part, side of this. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, dude, 
to be artistic, you need money to make another project, you see? So that... uh, well, that's unless someone else funds it. Yeah, that's true, too. But no, we don't know how many copies it sold or, or anything like that. And all the money, like, that we did pre-sale-wise, I mean, we, like, tripled our budget. But once again, I don't see that money. It all goes to, to the sales reps and investors. And by the time I get my cut, I might get, like, ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, now you can afford to buy your own movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. That was a very good one. Uh, it's funny sometimes, yeah. But uh, sometimes. But but no, nah, I mean, my my producer Devin talked to uh, artist Trevor the other day, and and they said they were selling pretty good, but they don't know the exact number, but they know that it's selling, and they actually underestimated us. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. oh wow, that's great, man. This is my personal opinion, obviously, and shit, but, uh, dude, I love your movie, though. And, you know, I noticed, um, you know, you were a little pissed off back when, when you know, um, when <laughs> there was a certain review released, right? You can get into that if you want, but... Yeah, you, man, no, I mean... Go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I love this movie, dude. And my personal <laughs> opinion is I think people, um, it, it, it's a lot of it depends on their, uh, their, their thoughts of movies going into it. And as soon as it doesn't live up to a certain expectation, like, and I've seen somebody, oh, it's just a slasher or whatever. But, dude, clearly that's what the fuck you were going for. And it's a exactly, great slasher. Man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, like, at first, I, w I was getting pretty pissed off by reviews, and I think, I mean, everyone's going to be critical. I know I didn't make, like, the best thing in the world, and I know that, but I think what I took more to heart was just, like, I wrote it when I was 17, it came out when I was 25, so I was stuck throughout all these years, just, like, so excited to get this movie done, right. and then when it came out, just people were just like, fuck this movie, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just like, I'm just like, I just, like, wanted to cry. I was just like, oh, yeah. was, like, eight years of my life just went down the drain. Right. But, but no, nah, man, I mean... I, like once again, like I was 22 when I filmed it, and I had no knowledge, and I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel or anything like that. I wasn't trying to to to, to go out and be like, "Yo, man, like I'm, I made this whole different slasher movie." <laughs> yeah. Dude, first of all, it's a slasher movie. Everyone's gonna die. We know right. that right there, right off the bat. You're not original. Nobody gets <laughs> any harm. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel or anything like that. And I think critics were thinking I was trying to do that when I wasn't at all. It was just, it was kind of a dumb, ballsy move to do for my first movie, where it was just a big thank you letter to the 70s and 80s slasher films. And I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing, but hey, I made it, whatever, it's out. Now I can't really, can't really I complain. I think it's a great fucking move, man. I, and and honestly, like, look at um, yeah, Cabin Fever uh, was original, but that was Eli Ross fucking pro. Like, this is you know my Texas Chainsaw. This is my Evil Dead. This is my thank you to this that you know and yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, man, do. But here's the one fucking thing, man. And I don't know. It's not a commentary on the horror or anything like that. But dude. One fucking thing that I noticed in my movie, and I watched it with a couple of friends too, which, dude, they aren't horror fans at all. Your dialogue in this movie, dude, that's how me and my friends talk. I've never exactly. seen, dude, I've never seen a fucking movie where the people are talking normally, and I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, dude. Thank this, you. Like, yeah, man. Thank I, you. I, well, that's what, like, um, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, ha I wrote two other scripts, and. Um, I can't really talk about the one, but it's very, very exciting if it comes through. But I wrote two other scripts, and I'm actually 
I, I want to step down from writing. Uh, I'm not a writer. I think that I have more of a vision through a lens finder on a camera than I do with my hands on a MacBook Pro. So, <laughs> so I'm stepping down from writing. So the two scripts that I did write, I'm bringing um, this other guy's name, Gary, and he's a phenomenal writer. And he has a lot of things going for him actually like way bigger than what I, what me and like my producer are doing. <laughs> so uh, he's very, very talented. And he's just overlooking it all and just like, yo, why don't you change this, why don't you change that, do this, that, that. And uh, it, it's the next two scripts, like they were decent, but now they're like really freaking good. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it, for them. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I call it, I call it decent stories. I don't really, I don't think I'm a good writer, but... Right. I do have an imagination, so... <laughs> well, you gave a good backstory to the first movie. I mean, that was pretty intense, dude. The, the, well, I don't want to say what happened, but, you know, like, the setup for the movie. <laughs> Alex, well, well, with the car. You. Yeah, yeah, that was... The, I mean, that that gripped me in right away. Right. You know, I didn't know where it was going, because obviously there's that whole part before they, you know, it all well, culminates. And that's, that's what, like, some other critics were saying, too, that they're pissed off that you see the killer before he's the killer and stuff, oh, and he doesn't wear a mask, and I'm like... No shit, he doesn't wear a mask, man. He's a real person. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he's human, man. He is human. Norman Bates didn't wear a mask. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. He's, that's the best, the best, that's the best uh, comeback ever. Now you can start using I wasn't even thinking about that. The ending, and I'm not going to give a goddamn thing away. Dude, the ending works so well because of that fact alone. Because he doesn't wear a mask. And like I said, I'm not going to say anything, give it away. But you see what I'm saying? It happened in such an organic way that you're like, oh, shit. Like, And and that's why it worked. And, dude, you don't see that in horror movies. Like, Like Alex said, they go with the jump scare. Like, oh, he's dead. Oh, no, he's not. He's right there. You took a whole different approach. Like, oh, I can't give it away. I'm sorry. But, yeah, man, that's why I love that. Yeah, man, no one's going to buy this thing if you keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Sorry. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. But, uh, but, no, that's why, like, he's just a normal human dude. And that's oh. why it's just like, I, like we, we actually be, when I was writing the script when I was, like, 17 years old, I was always pointing around, like, should you wear a mask? Should you wear a mask? on? It's so hard to come up with, like, a cool-looking mask. Like, Michael Myers' mask, it's so simple, but so badass. <laughs> and, uh, like, Leatherface, simple, badass. But it's so hard. Like, I think that, like, like coming up with a mask is so hard to, like, actually be scary. Because, like, to me, I think, like, a mask sometimes will just come off goofy-looking. Yeah. Right. And, and there's a lot of horror movies that I do see that do have masks. I'm just like, eh, that's kind of cheesy, but the killer <laughs> is cool. And it just kind of takes away. In all honesty, the mask isn't what's happening anymore. I mean, let's face it; those days are done. Like the whole slasher yeah. thing. The only, the only really time you see it anymore is in a remake. And obviously, the yeah. rise of Leslie Vernon was clearly an homage to all that stuff. They even acted like those things were real. <laughs> they were Smiley? like, yeah. you know, Jason and Haddonfield, or Michael and Haddonfield. <laughs> oh, Smiley! Smiley was a good mask. Yeah, oh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't um, seen that yet. It's weird that you bring that up. I bought Smiley and Down the Road. Uh, t- oh. Nobody gets that alive. <laughs> punishment. <laughs> I bought Punishment. I bought Punishment and Smiley in the same day. <laughs> Dude, that's what, that's what, because my cousin is my producer, and like whatever we talk about the movie, we'll use each title in the sentence. Like, we'll just put it, yeah, man. So like Down the Road comes out, and then, you know, like soon, you know, it'll be coming out. You know, Punishment, will do, hopefully it does well and stuff. And, <laughs> Like, yeah, well, we'll see about nobody gets out alive. Like, it's, just, it's pretty funny. But we don't even intentionally do it. Like, it's just, it's just 
automatically happens. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> right? It's, the, movie, great, the movie should have, the, the tagline should have just been like, uh, the movie with a thousand names. One of these things I heard you say is that people were like bashing the movie because somebody does get out alive. <laughs> well, like, that's, so that's the whole thing. Like, to me, I know the real answer to that, but nobody else does. And that's why. And that's why it was another kind of dumb ballsy move to make a movie where I already have part two lined up in my head, but who knows how well the first one's going to do to make a second one. I mean, it's a dumb, it's a dumb decision, but in my head, like, I want to make a second one just to, because, like, it would just play as, like, one long movie all together. Yeah, but in all honesty, you didn't plan on having it called Nobody Gets Out Alive. No, so. no, not at all. And that's why, like, I was actually joking with my distributor when they, like, first picked it up and I was just like I said to them I was just like you know I kind of I have the notion of toying around with like a second one in my head and stuff like that she's like oh well you're already thinking ahead of stuff I'm like yeah 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 and then uh she was just like oh well, that's cool I was like yeah well, maybe we can call it uh, nobody still gets out alive and then the third <laughs> would be no one nobody ever gets out alive I just like say like stupid ass titles to them and they're just like ha 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 that's so funny I'm just like that was not because if that's what happened, I would seriously just punch myself in the face. <laughs> Dude, give give him a hook and put him on an island. Great. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, man. Well, well, I'm waiting for like the fifth one, so then the fifth <laughs> one will just like be Hunter S in space or some shit. Yeah, right. Oh, my <laughs> like God, man. Yeah. <laughs> but how about this, Jay? Well, when you were on our show all those months ago, you talked about, and this in, intrigued me. You talked about a, a possible ghost story you were writing. Is that one of the scripts that are? Um, nah, man. Actually, that got scraped. Ah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the the one actor that we, uh, I've been working with who's just been like now like i don't know i guess like i've never even met him but he's like one of like my favorite rappers he's a white rapper but i can't say who wow because Eminem? i can't give anything away <laughs> no it was, well actually it was uh i mean i'm really giving a lot away here I and mean, you could probably just google it right after this interview but it, it was either eminem or this other guy and i was like, eminem got the fame Oh, wait a minute. I know. You were impressed with Vanilla Ice and Ninja Turtles 2, so you asked him. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Go, 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 go. I should have actually asked him before doing any other interviews if I can just fucking blurt out his name but I'm not <laughs> okay. going to we'll um, name out if you but no like uh, the whole ghost story thing like I still want to do it I still have it in the back of my head to do and stuff like that but nobody just understood the script of what I was trying to do and I think it's just genius and it's actually playing a game with the audience as opposed to just playing a game in the movie really? so I thought it was like such a good idea but 90% of the producers are like I don't understand what the hell you're trying to do yeah. here I'm like really like it's kind of easy, but I don't know. Once again, I'm not a writer, so so maybe I didn't want to write correctly. <laughs> is it really ambitious? Is it a high budget kind of movie? Because Ghost, obviously, you're going to need some CGI, or no? Maybe. No, no, not at all. That's why I always write my scripts very cheap, so to then the I know that I can. So that if if anything ever happens and I want to do it and I can't get a finance, I know I can just turn to an investor or investors and just try to get a finance, which is always hard because I always limit myself, but. I think that's just the best way of doing a movie is to do it cheaply, uh, especially at like my stature of a filmmaker. Um, 
you know, like with Nobody Gets Out Alive, it was made for $36,000. So our pre-sales, yeah, our pre-sales tripled that. So it was just like, okay, well, technically it's a home run. <laughs> so. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Wow. That's got to feel good, man. I know you said the money don't, don't matter and shit like that, but dude, when you see, I, I want to always ask this because, dude, I'm not a filmmaker, but I always wondered what the process was like when you when you um, hear information like that because you know how like okay, if you're a band and you win a Grammy or something like that, there's like one big moment. Like, can you pinpoint like, oh man, that was fucking huge for me when that happened. You know what I mean? Because, dude, I hear. I Triple profits. I'd fucking. I, I'd we all go out drinking for three days straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of partying. But, um, <laughs> the, I mean, every moment that I mean, having an interview with you guys is just another achievement, you know, because not a lot of people get an opportunity like this. So I look at every moment like the greatest moment ever because who fucking knows how long it's gonna last for and. Yeah. It's like I've never dreamed of being at the level with this movie that I ever did. You know, like I made the movie, thought that it was gonna, you know, like hopefully we hope to get a, a, a distributor and stuff. But let alone to get 16 distributors in 16 different territories is just a blessing, and I'm so thankful for it. So, um, I mean, every every single moment, and it just I never like I think if this movie blew up and was like the next big thing or something like that I wouldn't enjoy it as much I mean the whole ride of doing all that would be great but then if you're at the top of the mountain all you can do is just go down that mountain yeah like John Carpenter never topped Halloween exactly yeah (laughs) yeah right so yeah you don't want to hit that right away yeah that's right yeah you know, when I was saying about, you know, the money, of course, what I was saying, I'm naive, let's face it, I don't know anything about the business. So what I, what I meant was that now you'll have money to make more. So obviously that's my, that would be my idea. But, but the real, the truth of the matter is you may triple the money in pre-sales. So does that mean all your investors get money back? So does that mean that they will all say, well, this, this guy's gold. Uh, if he's making another movie, let's put a, uh, what we did plus fifty percent, and now you can make a better but, and they, they trust you that they're going to make the money back. Like, is that what's going to happen here? Well, all the investors from the first movie, ninety uh, percent of them were family members, mm-hmm. and wow. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, there was only like one real investor that put up a huge chunk of the money. That um, that he's like a real investor that we will probably go, you know, go back to and just be like. Hey, you know, we have this other flick, and you know, you got your money back. Would you want to reinvest it? Pretty much. Um, but for the other, like the family investors, no, nah, I would never want to put them through that again because right. it's just <laughs> pain. Sunday dinners are very awkward at my grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, Jason, though, bro, you're inspiring, though, man. And on some real shit, I'm not gonna fucking get gay here or whatever. But dude, like, how old are you, man? I'm 25 now. Dude, uh, yeah, I just turned 28, dude. When I see people like you and Justin Russell, do you, you know Justin? Um, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I know Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. dude. Justin's oh. a cool dude. Awesome, uh, my cu- my Yeah, my cousin was actually supposed to work on a couple of projects with him. I don't know what happened with it, but when I met Justin up at a, when we were screening the movie in Ohio at Horror Hound week- Weekend, I met yep. Justin, and uh, our movie was screening, and The Sleeper was screening, and we just we hung out for a little bit. He's a cool dude. 
You know what's funny about that? Because this is how I perceive it, dude. I see people young like you doing shit like that, dude. Man, fucking props for days, man. But it's funny because I posted something um, like the sleeper on one of our pages. And don't worry, I, I did yours too. But I posted the sleeper and somebody said, eh, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, dude, this kid is fucking, you know, like 20 foot. Like he's much younger than me and he's killing it. Automatically people were like, oh, wow, you know, interest peaked. You know what I mean? Like it's inspiring, dude, seeing our generation get up there. Thank you. Yeah, place. I mean, it's, it's cool and stuff. I mean... You're only getting older, and when you get older, I just feel like the film industry isn't for younger people, and especially gener our generation nowadays, where it's like you have to be young to attract such more of an audience, and then like you start becoming like like a uh, like a product itself. It's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. But but that's that's what it is nowadays with the with the film industry, with anything, man, with uh, music. It's just like all oh, these dudes are like 17 years old, like making a hit album and shit oh. like that's just more eye popping than yeah. saying like oh this 32 year old came out with this new album it's so good <laughs> like it's just like dude I was like in a band when I was 16 selling out bars and shit like I've been oh. to that stage before in my life like yeah. it's just like 32 coming out with an album I mean great for him but yeah. at the same time it's just like ugh yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> hey speaking of yeah. you bro uh, how was the Coheed and Cambria concert that you went to you know what, man? I don't want to talk about that. No. <laughs> uh, that that I mean, I mean, they always put on a good show and shit. But it was more of a a personal issue that I'm kind of pissed off. You know, fuck it, I'll even say it. I don't even okay. care. Just, um, now nah, the the dude for the the drummer from Kohi, Josh, he was uh, supposed to um be he, he was supposed to he was in talks to do scoring for my next movie and stuff. Oh really? And um, yeah, and we I sent him the script and stuff, and he loved it and all this stuff, and then it just turned out. I mean, maybe it wasn't. I mean, but at the same time, I think it was where he was just kind of like fucking playing head games with me. So wow. I kind of got pissed off about the whole situation, and then yeah, I mean that's just gonna stay to that. But um, the dude who, the actor rapper or whatever that um right. i've been talking to uh he has a buddy that i'm also a huge fan of that band he was just like dude i already talked to him he's up for it yada 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 and i'm just like all right cool and let's fucking do that so i mean well, i'm trying to make a movie so <laughs> and, we still, and i need a i need a good composer so <laughs> yeah well at least it was the drummer and not the bassist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude check this out jason where i live bro um where I grew up, where I was born in Attleboro, the pharmacy right around the corner is that same one that he fucking hit up. And <laughs> you heard about this, obviously, right? Like a year ago. Wait, wait, what, what was it? The bassist from Coheed and Cambria. Took oh yeah, he he stole he stole fuck he robbed a uh, he robbed the Eckerd or some shit for drugs. Yeah, dude, he, he fucking <laughs> what on a sound garden tour? You can't do that. You know You're what? a fucking rock star. Why don't you just ask a fan, you loser? What a loser. <laughs> and he took, dude, the reason they caught him is because they went through the video cameras and he took a cab there. So they just called the cab company and he took the cab right back to the fucking venue. <laughs> yeah, what oh an idiot loser. Like, <laughs> I know a ton of drug addicts in my life. Have oh. still know them and they're not even that idiotic as that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Dan is way smarter. Speaking of that, Jason, um, I know he's clean now, but what's what's a night partying with somebody like fucking Novak? 
Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the dream dude, seller. Those, dude, those dudes are wild, man. You know, I actually, actually, did you ever read his book, Dream Seller? Uh, I, I saw his, um, <laughs> his Stern interview, and they were talking mm-hmm. about it. And yeah, no, I never read it though. No, dude, it's a really, really good book, and I actually, um, I adapted the the, the book to a screenplay, and okay. um, him and Bam both loved it and stuff, and we want to do it, but there's like all like this. Uh, they don't know who owns the rights of the book. Well, because it was originally in development at another studio the, for a movie of it. Oh, but wow. the studio, like, folded, so they have no clue, like, what the situation is with the rights. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of just like there's just a script floating around right now. So. Well, Bam is rich. He would probably invest in that, right? <laughs> well, we actually thought about that. Um, but he's one of those dudes that uh, he's, 33 years old and he's a millionaire and he just doesn't fucking I don't want to say doesn't care about like what other people want to do but I mean he has he's living his life he's enjoying his life and I can't I can't argue about that so yeah yeah even look at Jerry Bruckheimer, though. I heard a story from Kevin Smith one time where he was talking. I think it was Bruckheimer or something, Michael Bay, one of those. And he was like, well, you know, he's, he's been trying to get this movie that he wrote made for you. And he's like, dude, you're Jerry Bruckheimer. What do you mean you can't get this movie made? And really, in all reality, dude, you can't fucking put up all your money like that. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you do it cheap. And that's just my opinion. I'm an idiot. What do I know? But Dude, I'm- Hitchcock put all his money into Psycho. Well, he's an idiot too, but he's the biggest—he's <laughs> the biggest genius of them all, though. But, but I mean, that's Alfred Hitchcock, you know. And I don't know—it just—it becomes a political thing when you like put in your own money, and then like I don't—it's—it's it's, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I would love to do that movie because I always want to make a drug story, uh, or make a drug movie, mm-hmm. and um, I, I really want to do Dream Seller. I don't know. There. They're out on tour right now, so when they get back, we'll, I, I would like to bring it back up to them and stuff and try to figure something out. Well, if you ever need a consultant for that, uh, you know the number. Yeah, Dan is, he knows everything about drugs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jason, with this movie, you know, obviously, it's, it's, would you, I mean, I think that's successful. Would you? I mean, it tripled, you know. Technically, it's successful. It's just, uh, you know, I come. It's a very mixed movie on review wise. Like okay, I come yeah, review wise. Come across a lot of right. Come across a lot of good ones, and I come across a lot of bad ones. Right. Um, I mean, I technically won't know how successful it is until the quarterly report comes in in like two months. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, man. I mean, it's a tough situation, but it seems like it's selling everywhere. Like me and my cousin, we're fucking dorks, man. We drive to a. <laughs> Walmart and shit, and we'll check to see how many copies are left. Wow. <laughs> Who, Devin? Or? Devin, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Devin's yeah. a good um, guy. See, I love that, man. You're real passionate, dude. You're doing exactly what I would do, I think. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, I mean, dude. I just know a lot of I know a lot of filmmakers that are just like, they put out a movie, and then that's it. They forget about it. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, I mean, and I can't wait to forget about this one, but I'm going to just keep <laughs> promoting... I'm just going to keep promoting this one until the next one, you know? Exactly. I think it's just, I think it's stupid. And especially at our, at our caliber, we're not, we're not, we're, they're, like our distributor's not dumping in thousands and thousands of dollars from marketing and shit like that and promotion. Right. So I feel like I need to do that myself. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, that's why I always promote and that's why I always try to set up interviews and stuff like that because it's a small movie. No, not everybody. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, but it's doing great for a small movie that nobody knows about. 
That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what it seems, man. Like when we, me and Devil, we went to a, we went to a Walmart last uh, Thursday, and there was six copies there. And then I had to go to the same Walmart on Friday to get stuff for a bachelor party, and there was only three copies there. So I was like, so I was just like, all right, you're gonna tell me that three. So three random people just randomly bought this shit-ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, but bro, that's what I'm saying. When I went there, I fucking asked the chick, and she was kind of cute, too. So, uh, hey, I hope you're not mad at me, but I was like, hey, this is my review on the back of the movie. Yeah. Nah, Can man, you dude, 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 do what you got to do. I mean, um, <laughs> Dan's using your movie to get laid, dude. Sorry. There's joke, jokingly we uh, we do that all the time. Like not 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 me and Bam and Novak, but uh, this other dude um, who used to do keyboards for uh, the band CKY, and we'll oh, yeah. be at the bar. Yeah, we know those. Did. We know his wife, that guy. Yeah, we interviewed Felissa. Yeah. Oh no no no! I'm not talking about Darren. No, this oh, other guy, yeah, um, yeah, keyboard. He he would do like keyboards and shit. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because, like, I know this okay. story is just kind of silly. But, uh, okay. like, we, well, we would go out to bars and stuff, and, like, he's just like, dude, just, like, tell him that you made a movie. I was like, I'll never, ever use that I made a movie thing to right. get laid. I was going to ask you if you got laid because of this. No. No, man. I'm not like that. And I say, I'm not gay whatsoever, but I just stay away <laughs> from women, dude. They're fucking evil, dude. Who Who's evil? Uh, women. Women are evil. <laughs> but I'm not... But I'm not gay. I love puss. But oh. I'm just saying that, man. Like I just, I'm focused on my, on my career. And that's, oh, they're all crazy. I mean, if, if a girl comes along, that's great. But if not, I'm not gonna fucking cry about it. <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not seeking out chicks. Then just whatever falls in your lap. Yeah, man. I, I, I gave up on the seeking thing. You know, I had a girlfriend. The last time I had a girlfriend was like almost three years ago. Now I can. Wow. Just, I don't. I just don't care. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I've got laid in between those. Oh, okay, but, <laughs> from now and three years ago. But uh, I mean, I'm just I just don't care. I, I'm not focused on women right now. I just want want my career. Well, yeah, dude. <laughs> f- women are are the end of careers. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's well, like my ex, she was like somewhat supportive, but she also didn't understand. Um, whenever I get an email, I'm sorry, I'm going to be on my phone and responding to the email about film stuff. You know, right. so. Yeah. yeah, you have to find someone that is totally gonna cooperate, support, and understand all the stuff that goes behind making a movie. What kind of girl would not support that? Like you're you're dating a guy who has big dreams and is in an in an industry that is like the kind that's life changing if something hits good and and you know you're it's not like you're just some starry eyed dreamer who's like yeah I really want to make a movie and you say <laughs> that for seven years and nothing goes you know yeah. you actually made one you're well, in the process you know it's different you know a type of girl that that is that well that isn't that that doesn't follow along it's it's not the right girl right <laughs> exactly. they're in it for the wrong reasons yeah exactly yeah I mean I mean yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like that, like my ex, she was cool and all. I mean, I, I'll randomly keep in touch with her and stuff. But uh, I mean, we weren't right for each other, so exactly. it's fine. Yep, absolutely. I'm okay with that. And Dan's not right for the show, but we keep him on here. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're well, not replacing me on this one, Jason. Sorry. You, you'll get a second, <laughs> but you ain't hosting shit. <laughs> yeah, but Jason's a the, dude. You're awesome, man. And thanks for coming on when you were on all those shows ago. Yeah, that was a great show. That was really fun. And, you know. No, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Dude, I, I want everybody just pick up, go to Walmart. 
get, nobody gets out alive. He's not saying it's a groundbreaking thing. Horror Bid did give it four out of four stars. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, dude. I love your movie, bro. Seriously. I remember seeing that printed somewhere, so I took it and ran with it. Oh, yeah. Because when, like, we had to come up with, like, some of the things for the box or for, um, uh, for the trailer and stuff, there was, like, I, I, I would consider, like, Harbid being a bigger website than most of the ones that reviewed the movie already before it came mm-hmm. out and before we gave out screeners. So I was just like, yeah, I definitely want to use this one. We actually changed our rating system. So, Dan, ready? We have a new rating system. Now, let's rate this movie. Okay, we use the, um, what is it called? In, uh, Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Okay, so one is hated it, two is didn't like it, three is liked it, four is really liked it, and five is loved it. How would you rate... Uh, nobody gets out alive, punishment, or down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Can I rate all three of them? Can you rate all three at once? Go ahead. All right. Honestly, I all right. Check this out. Now we give our opinions here too, so it has no bearings on. Oh yeah, we're right and we're the gospel. Normally, I would say a three. I liked it, but knowing you, Jason, and you're such a cool dude, and I told you, you're such a fucking inspiration, bro. You're younger than me, dude. That shit fucking gets me all fired up, dude. I really like this shit. Four stars, for sure. Thank you. But no, like, dude, just because, like, me and the movie were two different things, technically. I don't, I can't, I can't separate separate it. Look look at the movie as you just liked it. That's fine, man. I'll take that any day over fuck this movie. Yeah, I mean, hated it and didn't like it is a lot worse. Uh, You know, anything with a three and up is good. You know, I actually watched it, Jason, as you recommended in that last interview you did. And you said to do it with your commentary when you were up at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best. I I'll watch that for days. That's <laughs> the movie, dude. Like the movie sucks compared to the audio commentary. <laughs> that shit cracks me up, man. Because, dude, I sent them, I sent them like five inter, uh, audio commentaries, and now all the commentaries that they like. I had a commentary with a uh, Matty J, the uh, bass player from CKY. He came on to uh, a commentary and stuff, and we did like four other ones of just like, well, there was like two other ones of just me and Devin, and there was like one or two of just like me on it doing it. And they picked the one where like we were the most delirious. We had <laughs> kept on having malfunctions with the microphone, oh. and they just picked like the one where, uh, and I was sick, and <laughs> it was just, it was so horrible, dude. But it's, it's the most funniest thing because like we we're just like pretty, like, like the first couple commentaries were us like being serious and right. shit and then i was just like well that's not me like i'm, I'm a very joke around guy and stuff yeah. mm. so it's just like throw the one on there that that is that is the funniest and that we're just <laughs> joking around making fun of the movie i think it's just i think it's the best one in the long run but out of all of them like earlier they picked that one it was pretty funny when i when i saw that uh well that's it you know you just said you did four or whatever five commentaries I I made a piece of shit called The Ghost of Michael Myers. Oh, God. (laughs) This movie was 15 minutes long. Uh, I posted on YouTube, so everybody listens to the show, go watch it. They all, they they were very nice to me. <laughs> you made it in a day. It's a, I made it in a day, Jason. And I would lo- I would love you to watch it, actually. Dude. Nah, I'll check it out, man. <laughs> I have watched my own movie about 150 times, I think. So I guess my question is, if you make a real movie like you did, how many times would you, if you gave a guesstimate, how many times have you seen this freaking movie? Oh, man. Well, since I edited it... Since it was, like, the final edit, yeah, I guess. 
like at least over 500 times. Oh, what? Shit. Yeah, like I don't even watch my favorite movies that many times because we're 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 very uh what took a what took a long process in the post production stage was uh just getting the movie to be the best that it can be with the money that we didn't have to make it. Right. So um there was a lot of post there post production was like really long post production was like a year long really? just because like showing it in theaters and stuff showing it to a crowd where people would just get bored of it or whatnot. Then I would go back, chop some stuff out and just, I would just, I kept them, you know, any artist is their own, is the worst critic. Um, So, I mean, there was a time where I was just like, I not done editing. I'm not done doing this. I'm not done doing that. But I mean, there's a time where you have to give, give the product up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember in the commentary, you even said that when, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, I, I knew the guy's name, the killer's name, uh... Hunter? Hunter, Hunter, Hunter yeah. Hunter, Hunter is the killer, yeah. Okay, Hunter. You said that when he was in that one room, and he walked, and the camera, he walked, like, sort of into the camera, then turned around, and there was, like, beds next to him on each side, and yeah. then he walked away, you said you, you wish that was sped up a little bit. Like, so even with all that editing... Uh, yeah, I mean, because it kind of just dragged out a bit. Um, I mean, there was that whole dialogue section that he does for, like, which was originally the first take was 14 minutes long. And then I chopped wow. it down to my, yeah, to my, I'll get into that next. Um, I chopped down the, the, the dialogue part to eight minutes long. And I was like, this is perfect. It's perfect to me. Right. But, uh, but to other, to viewers and stuff, they're just like, all right, it's kind of slowing down the movie. Yada, yada, yada. So I wound up making, I think it's at like six minutes now. I think that was the final thing, but there was this whole six minute dialogue. It slowed down the movie, but it's all information and stuff. Yeah. Why would people think that though? Then it picks up for like another minute and a half, and then after that, it's just him walking through this room and stuff, and it's just like ah oh, shit, it's it just like slows it down again. Gotcha. So I mean, there I wish that it was a bit faster, but I mean, to me when I'm watching the movie, I'm just like it's building up more tense. But mm-hmm. I can't please everybody, but people want to complain. <laughs> if John Carpenter left some of that shit, like when Annie's walking through the whole goddamn house to the car, all the way back through the house, back to the car. I mean, yeah. listen, if that shit's in Halloween, then it's okay if this guy walks b- between two beds for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but in the, in the, in the, in like, if, if we ever got a chance to make the second one, there's a reason for all those beds and stuff in there. Okay. So. I mean, I read, dude, like... You really thought it through. I, oh, yeah, totally. Um, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I made the first one just to make a second one. And that's why, like... I mean, I wrote a script for the second one just toying around and stuff and gave it to my producer. And he was just like... I thought like, you ready. He was like, he was like, dude, like, you and the critics that hate the first one will watch the second one and appreciate the first one. Exactly. That's how it happened. Everything is just going to make sense. Questions get answered. Um, it's, 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 it's so much just better. Wow. That is awesome. Well, Hey, listen, man, uh, good luck. I hope that you get reinvestors and you get that second one going. And, you know, it's very uncomfortable on Sunday when you say, would you like some mashed potatoes? I say, no, I'd like the $6,000 I lent you for the movie, but (laughs) (laughs) we we, we don't want that happening to you anymore. So, you know, mashed potatoes, man, I'm a, I come from a Dago family, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Meatballs and pasta. (laughs) He's not passing mashed potatoes. Mac and cheese, baby. Uh, Mac Mm -hmm. and cheese, yeah, it's an inside show joke. (laughs) (laughs) Horribly, bro. Celeste pizzas and mac and cheese. It's in a rotation. 
<laughs> we're very high class. You could tell. Uh, yeah, but hey, Jason, thanks for coming on, man. You know, I can't, I can't thank you enough. Actually, um, we no, love no, Thank you, guys. And you're a good dude, man. Yeah, you're a good thank dude. You. And everybody, please go to Walmart. Get nobody gets out alive. Support the so indie Walmart. Hard. Hey, if, even if you don't want to buy the physical copy, but I definitely recommend it because I think the special features are just. Are, are just great to own. Oh, by the way, I watched all of them, by the way. I watched every single thing oh, on there. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. But if you don't want to own the physical copy, it's on demand, it's on iTunes, on Amazon, rental, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so. And, if you and it'll, be, on, it'll special... be Redbox in a couple months, so. Cool. And if you find the special jacket, too, you we uh, we need to contact us so we can let Jason know, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, if it if it doesn't have the special jacket with it, that means I mean it's a great thing on our end, right? As like filmmaker, because that means that copies are that that, that the movie is selling. But okay. it's a very bad thing for the buyer because they don't get the cool jacket. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's a limited amount of jackets. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you buy one without a jacket, that's good news for Jason. So. <laughs> and uh, is this ever going to come to Netflix, or how does that work? Yeah, man, that's uh, it, everything's being figured out for Netflix. There's a the, they had they have the pitch thing all ready to go, and uh, our distributor said it should be up in like a couple months, and Redbox will be a couple months as well, so or a month uh, I think from now. So awesome, awesome, dude! All right, buddy, thanks for coming on and celebrating the one year, uh, you know, Skeleton Crew show, and uh, you know, thank you, man. Yeah. All right, brother, thank have you. a good one, man. You too, guys. Later, Jason. Hey, what's up? Joe, Tom, how you guys doing? Motherfucking Wazell. Yeah, House of Horror, you guys have been rocking it. I mean, that, the fucking psycho, psycho retro was fucking bonkers off the charts. It was fucking awesome. I mean, yeah, the, the psycho sequels, I mean, those things are fucking garbage. You guys are so right. They're fucking terrible. Who fucking likes that shit? Anybody who likes that shit should just go murder their face. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? So, um, yeah, you know, the skeleton crew guys, you know, they, they, you know, they actually think I like the show. I mean, what the fuck? These guys are total idiots. So, you know, I'm bringing back all the info for you guys and eventually we'll turn it around. House of Horror is going to be on top once again. You know, Skeleton Crew can suck our dicks. Horror Big can suck our dicks. And they can fuck off and die. Joe and Tom, number one, House of Horror. Yeah! All right, and we're back with Eric Morse, a.k.a. William Patterson. This is the Chronicles of Eric Morse. Eric, thanks for coming back on the show. Hey guys, cool! Great, great to be back. Yep. So, uh, just recently, you're you're gonna love this. How 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 fucking fucking abused I feel. Okay. Here, I feel abused listening. I mean, you know, I mean, I've I've done a few few podcasts and that, but mind you, a month and a half ago, I I contacted Rebecca McKendry. From Fangoria. Okay. You know you know her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is that when I was at Days of the Dead, she gave me her uh, her card and she said, Oh yeah, you know, get in contact with me, uh uh 
we'll do we'll do an article on on your books and stuff. Okay. Well, you know this this is of course you know when the when the um, the convention drama, you know just just when it started to be over with, right? Right. I contacted Rebecca and I told her I said, "Hey, this is uh, William Pattison, Eric Morris. Uh, you know, I wanted to see if you guys would be willing to do." an article on my books, you know, maybe even interview me for Fangoria. You know, I mean, I've got a lot of projects that I'm doing. And Rebecca's answer to me was, oh, well, you know, because I, I gave her my bio and stuff. She goes, oh, well, I'll, uh, I'll give it out to my editors and see if anyone shows any interest. Wow. So so yeah, uh basically that that translates to me as fuck you. Jeez, I feel <laughs> like I feel like we're we're breaking precedent. Maybe we should treat you worse on this show or something. Uh hey uh Eric, get lost. I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's like it's like I could I couldn't fucking believe this. I mean it's like yeah. Excuse me, people. I mean, it, I've paid my dues. I've written six books. I mean, you know what? What the fuck? Wow. You know, they act they act like I'm the fucking town drunk or something. See, <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're Ralph. No, but dude, <laughs> check it out though, Eric. All right, think about it like this, okay? And this is my perspective, but to me, how you describe that, how you know when you talked to her the second time and how she reacted to me that doesn't sound like anything you did that sounds like the business end of it it's nothing personal it's um it you know that's just everyday shit for them you know you think of the Weinsteins and all these other people that just they're in the business of shutting shit down but now to your credit though i'll say that's pretty fucked up if she was like you know, hey, call me, fucking let's get things going or whatever. You know, that I think is the big key to key to what you just said. I wouldn't take anything that they said to you personal because they're in the business of that. Why she went, why she reached out to you and had the intention of, you know, obviously, or at least the thought of moving forward. Why, why should, why would she renege on that, you know, if she brought it up? And I think oh, that's the fucked oh, up part of that. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, because I get reneged all the time. I love that uh, word. I've got to watch out for that word. And I know I'm gonna, <laughs> I know I'm gonna have the uh, gossip hens going nuts on it. It's because she's friends with the person who, oh. uh, you it's know, all... the convention drama. Mm, right. Right. Yeah, she was with the person who was involved in the convention drama and she's buddies with her and she's at her convention this this year and she was in her, at her convention last year politics. when I was kicked off. Yeah. I gotta love politics. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah. Hey, Skeleton Crew. This is Jerry Vitetta. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy one-year anniversary first came across you guys and I listened to pretty much every show in about a day or two I'll just tell you what kind of a sick fuck I am I guess but just wanted to say happy anniversary for another year you guys are the most fun and entertaining horror podcast without being pretentious cocksuckers like some other 
podcast out there. It will remain nameless. But yeah, just want to say happy anniversary and keep fucking rocking on. All right, guys, before we get to anything else, we have uh, a phone call here. Let me pick up the uh, call. You're on the air. What's up, bitches? Ah! Who's this? <laughs> Who the hell is this? It's Lloyd. I recognize Lloyd. his voice. I, I don't want him on this show. Get out of here. <laughs> Hang Jason, up. It's Jason. I don't, I don't like Lloyd. Oh, sorry. I'm Jason. I'm just kidding. I'm used to being <laughs> called Lloyd. They call me that forever. <laughs> I have one guy at uh, school said, uh, the man of two first names. I'm like, fuck you. But anyway. well, no, I, <laughs> I just have to distinguish you from other Jasons. So, yeah. I, uh, I apologize. I, that that was stupid of me. But then again, I'm pretty ignorant. So, you know. Yeah, he heard your Evil Dead show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, this is exciting. This is the first time I ever got to hear uh, Dan. What's up, Dan? What's up, brother? How we doing, man? Doing great. Absolutely. And uh, who else is on the line? Oh, dude, we got some we got some heavy hitters tonight, bro. We got Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. <laughs> uh, what's up, Super Matt? What's up, Tucker? <laughs> and That's then great, obviously man. you got you got the beautiful Jamie Jenkins, but you guys go back like full flaps on a Cadillac, correct? <laughs> yeah, I've known her a while. <laughs> we have a project that's eventually coming out. We'll yeah, and uh, well, and we currently have a project that has already been out. Yeah, liking it. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> Absolutely, good show. Absolutely. I, I changed the name to I'm loving it. Aww. <laughs> you know, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to get sued by McDonald's. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought of that name? Who thought of that quick I little? I did. Oh, I did. Was, it is brilliant. And let me tell you, Jason, why don't you tell them your initial reaction to that name? Hated it. <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. He's, uh, actually, what you said was, um, it was either I, 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 or it was like groan, something like that. But yeah, yeah, he did not like it. Man on film. Jamie, if you don't want to get sued by McDonald's, you might want to get rid of Grimace as your mascot for the show. I mean, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Referring to my legs. <laughs> hey, now that we got more people on the line, Alex, let's go back to the grimace discussion. What is grimace? What is grimace exactly? <laughs> what is he? Nobody knows. Can anybody? He's a retard. <laughs> hey, retard. He's a simple. He's a retard. Hey, hey, retard. <laughs> hey, hey, give me some burgers over here, retard. Hey, retard simpleton, get me some fucking <laughs> four-piece nuggets and some fries. This asshole had six arms. <laughs> He's like an, oh, a malformed Barney. Exactly. Oh. Jason, what, what do you have to say about this show that you have uh, so graciously added to your network? Yeah, congratulations, man. Well, one year, halfway to retiring. Yeah, how about that? We're going to retire in 50 shows. No, no retirement. Yeah, we didn't address that yet. We talked about it briefly. I kind of forgot. How did you first email me? Is that what happened? Is that how you got a hold of me for the network? Oh, how I got on the network. Yeah. Um, I was on YouTube and I was watching some guy review these videos. And I said, I said, dude, you have like 3,000 views and it's only been up for like a week. How, how is that possible? I don't understand that. And he said, oh man, all you got, <clears throat> I'm on this horrorphilia network. It's a thing that promotes all these horror stuff, you know, videos or podcasts or whatever. And I was like, really? 
that's interesting. Okay. <clears throat> and he goes, yeah, here's the, uh, you know, website and all that stuff. So I just contacted you and I said, hey, we got a show. We had, we already had like 18 or so and it was right before Bill Mosley. That was the next one coming on. And then... Uh, That's right. It was Bill Mosley. I think it was one of the first ones I heard. So I heard that and I was like, oh man, this is kick ass. And I went back and of course started at episode one. And I was like, damn, they're doing my favorite franchise. And I was like, uh, this is a coup, man. I'm glad we got them on the network. Yes. And then by the time I made it to episode three and y'all started crashing Friday 13 part three, I was like, I don't know, man. Did I make a mistake? <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. It was a mistake. Glad there's someone there to help defend me. Uh, okay. the movie, I should say. We actually talked about remaking a f- that Friday Thirteenth show, but not going all the way on each movie. Just focusing on ones that Jamie really wants to talk about, and maybe she's going to point out little things, you know, in a small way. Like yeah, we're your just, cocks? Yeah, we're just going to oh! put the tip in, just the tip, just the little just, cocks of it. Yeah, right. just a little bit, just a little, you know. Um, re- we're going to remake our Friday the Thirteenth shows <laughs> in a, in some sort of capacity. Well, that's cool, but it, anyway, it's been a blast having you on the network. Uh, y'all have grown Thanks. so much. I mean, I'd like to go from the beginning, but of course, the addition of Jamie it just brought you up another level. And, and uh, uh-huh. of course, y'all are the number one show on the network by far. So, congratulations uh-huh. on that. And Thank y'all you, have, man. Y'all have the most downloaded episode we've ever had. Uh, uh-huh. First Texas of the States on Massacre. Oh, shit, huh? And J- Jason, well, we got you on the line too, man. You know, I-, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, brother. You know, you created something cool. And um, a lot of the shit that we do, uh, it seems like, you know, you got you got a lot of cool people on your network and everybody seems to uh, be on the same page somewhat. You know, as far as movies, no. Fucking hell no. But that's what <laughs> makes it great, though. And, and it just seems like there's a lot of cool people, man. And... Uh, I just want to thank you, bro. You know, you've been instrumental in uh, in, in what the show has become. And, uh, yeah, brother, you're the man, so thank you. Thank you. That's, that's cool to hear. Yeah, glad the network's growing. We're up to 29 shows, I believe. Now, Jason, you said you were stopping at 25. What's going on here, pal? Yeah, well, like a third I, of those are mine. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to yeah. say Jamie Jenkins got three-fourths of those motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> Good Lord. I, I said I'm capping it at 30. There's no... I wouldn't have any free time if it's uh, any more than that. So. <laughs> 30, he uh, says that now. On it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then he's going to cap it at 35. You know what it is? How do you refuse? Well, what if Matt Wazell approached you? You know? I mean, you got to give Matt Wazell. What if would always squeeze my showing. What if Matt Wazell approached you with me? <laughs> I would have to kick one off and make it back to 30. <laughs> kick the crew <laughs> off. We get booted alex <laughs> yeah 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 we're gonna we're the ones that were gonna go because i because chuck conroy ain't going nowhere so we'd be out the die <laughs> chuck conroy chucky i gotta bust uh, someone out here before i go though uh <laughs> man did you really do you still have your your pair of balls alex how can you not like rocky balboa and <laughs> braveheart <laughs> thank you hey listen yeah that's why I wanted Jason on because <laughs> I, you know, Jason's going to be on a real show one day. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> I watched Braveheart after hearing all the hype. I think I watched it in like 2009 or something like that. So I'm sorry, man. I just didn't see what you're all talking about. I just don't what? think it's that great. It's, it's as the 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 fighting scenes is as good as Army of Darkness to me. I don't think it's that great. <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, yo, Jason, Jason, check this out. Hey, Alex, who's Ed Harris? I don't know. The guy from Major League? <laughs> what? <laughs> the guy who used to rub the Ben Gay on his chest so he could throw a faster... Uh... <laughs> Your Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> Why would I know who Ed Harris is, dude? Oh, Harris, come on! <laughs> Matt's rethinking his allegiance now. <laughs> you all know Ed Harris? Yes! Of course! Is he, what, Walking Dead? Uh, no! Creep no. Show, The Firm. He's a classic actor! Uh, Apollo 13. I don't know. Okay, who is he in Creep Show? I might have known. He was the he was the husband in Creep Show the in the very first segment the Aunt Bedelia segment he was the husband. Oh, I don't I don't recall. Mm. I'm a lord. I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay, uh, sorry. I just had to. I had. Uh, to I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's bald. He's all the time bald. He was in the hours. Guys, I have no idea what Vigo Mortensen looks like. <laughs> Holy shit! What? I don't know who that is. I'm it's crazy. sorry. It's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Y'all reviewed a movie with him in it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's, <laughs> That's exactly. right. Okay, who is he in Texas Chainsaw 3? He, he was Tex. The Tex. He was probably the best actor in that movie. He's the one who said, I like liver and onions. You know. The blonde guy at the gas station? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what else has he been in? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> He's the, the Lord of the Rings. The, the fucking actor. He's in History of Violence? Dude, and that movie rocks. Yeah, David Cronenberg, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt, oh my God, I love you even more. Ed, yeah. Ed Harris was in uh, The Rock. Yeah, The, the Rock, Rock, dude. I know you remember him in that. Welcome to The Rock. I, ne- I never saw The Rock. That, that, that's my Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Rock. That's not what you oh, who did that? That was good. That was me. <laughs> that's good, I'm, man. Dude, I'm the impersonations guy. You got to know that by now. That's, that's good. not what you're Hey, hey you were close, though. Uh, you said he was in... Yeah, so he's in The Walking Dead. He wasn't a mad that he was in a movie called Walking the Dead. <laughs> that's right. Hey, there you go. Close enough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, sorry, I just had to do it. But, but thanks. Yeah. Now everybody knows I'm not really a credible reviewer. Thank you. <laughs> the Firm. He's in The Firm. Never saw that. Yeah. Well, I said that, Jason's just riding on my coattails. The Abyss. I'm okay, guys, are we done bashing me? I mean, what is this? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Alex, I don't think anyone's going to discredit you because you don't know who one guy is. It's really yeah. not that big of a deal. I think we're up to three now, but okay. He, he, if you saw him, you'd, you'd know him for sure. You would, Probably. You would. You're absolutely right, Jason. He would. And I have a very broad uh, uh, entertainment thing. I, I don't just watch horror. I like a lot of stuff. Nothing Only with Ed Harris. Yeah, just nothing with Ed Harris in it. Actually, I'm moving away from slashers at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, Alex knows his shit for real, though. He's fucking definitely on top of his game. But then, then again, I drop names, and he's like, who's that? And I, I, I wish I could, like, it's almost like I'm looking at Alex, even though I'm not looking at him, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just staring at you, like, who are you? You're mad because I don't know who Chloe Mortez is. Who the no, fuck no, is that? I wasn't mad. <laughs> Why would I know who that is, though? I know, I wasn't mad, though. That, I don't know that's who that a... is either, because her name is Moretz. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mortez. No, no, it's Mortez. But yeah, no, I know. That's a vague reference. That's a vague reference. I, you know, you're absolutely right. That's an ongoing thing. Man. Who the fuck is Vigo Mortensen and Chloe Mortez? I just don't know them. 
She's going to be Carrie, dude. You'll know her. I guess. It was the skipper, not the captain, you illiterate TV people. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> Tell me somebody knows that one. All right, Jason has like two minutes left, he said. so. Hey, Jason, I'm going to come visit you in Austin, man. I love that fucking town, dude. Yeah, it's an awesome town, man. I love it. I, I spent on. a few weeks there uh, a couple years ago, and I fell in love, man. That, that's my kind of town. Yeah, I've got yeah, a lot got... of people in Texas I need to visit. So, yeah. Should... Do you have any New Jersey? We got South by Southwest and Fantastic Fest, and yeah, all kinds of fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, Bill Anselmo, his horror. Nice. There now, Jason. One quick question. Uh, because you would know. Is there, a, is there a basement in the Alamo? <laughs> <laughs> There's no basement in the Alamo. I'm alone. You, you want to know something about the Nothing. Alamo? That, that, I've been there, of course, four or five times at least. It, Did you piss that, on it? <laughs> that place is so small. I mean, it's not even... You can literally, you can literally walk through the entire place in like 60 seconds. It, it's not anything... I don't even... No house really a monument to go look at. It's just, it's boring. Seriously, you go there and go through like two rooms, and you're in. You're done. That's it. Do you have to pay to do that? No, I don't think you have to pay. Not that I remember. At least it's been a while since I've been there. I don't. We I drive by it when I go to San Antonio. If you go downtown, it's right off the uh, strip. There, you, you can easily walk to it. But we don't even bother even checking it out. It's so boring. But, uh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's not that big a deal. And I really don't get the the whole thing. You know, we lost. We got our butt kicked. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're kind of celebrating us losing. So I, don't, I don't get it. But, uh, well, you know, that's what I don't get about Civil War reenactments down here all the time. I mean, everywhere you go, they're doing fucking Civil War reenactments. And I'm like, y'all, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't reenact the end of it. They cut it off. Ignorant. So what the fuck are you celebrating? <laughs> they do a re- reimagining of it. <laughs> yeah, like uh... shit, guys. I'm in fucking Massachusetts, Salem. Shit, I think I got it fucking worse than ever. No Massachusetts. No Massachusetts. Me and Alex were talking about this, dude. Massachusetts has like a one to five ratio, like girls to like. There's just no sausage party, man. Oh man, so Time many lonely nights. You know, when I have those lonely nights, I just I just play an episode of the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> that, just, that just pulls no, man, me through. I'll make a mold and I'll send you something. And... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Matt, you should do commercials for us, too. You should do commercials for Jamie's molds that she's going to make. No problem. Man. <laughs> hey, Matt, when you watch porn, what site do you go on exactly? Which Which free porn site? For reals? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ujizz.com. <laughs> Is That's it? a real site. Yeah. Ujizz. It sounds terrible, but it gets the job done. Yeah. I just said I'm going to xvideos.com. That, yep, Jason, I'm with you, buddy. I, it, Wait, I, I need oh. new sites. Which one? Ujizz. It's <laughs> Xvideos. Xvideos. Okay, I'll check it out. like the number one site. I was going to Pornhub, but I ran out of a Spanish chicks on there. I like Xvideos, but I'm gonna have to go to a different site. I think they 
I kind of, I kind of ran out of all the stuff that I'm into right. watching there. <laughs> That's yeah. No, you're right though. You're right. Yeah, but, I know. I agree. There's only like 27 pages for threesome. I just don't think that's enough. It's not. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, uh, Jason, how many more minutes you got? Uh, one. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll let you have it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. So, uh, we want to thank you so much. You really uh, <clears throat> push push the show along, and I see that you're always spreading the word on all these crazy pages even though you get banned and you know they give you a suspension for a couple of days <laughs> we appreciate you doing that though and yeah, uh getting yeah, the word out you. putting us on itunes that was all you not a problem my pleasure i'll keep you on the fucking man thank you for everything that you've ever done i mean you're just incredible i love you i love you i love you yep. for thank real thank you and although we had to pay you this year we still thank you for some reason yeah, man. <laughs> Come on again, we'll we'll throw you a couple extra bucks, a couple free passes to Subway, you know what I mean? <laughs> we got you. <laughs> yeah, brother, thanks for coming on, though. It really does mean a lot to talk to you, man, and I hope I got through to you how much it fucking means to me and all of us, too. We talk about it all the time, you know? We talk all, all the time on the computer and shit. I'm not going to fucking go on too long, but you're the fucking man, and like I said, you're instrumental, uh, you know, you're an instrumental part of where we're at today, brother, so you are the fucking man. Right there. Well, congrats. Yeah. And we we definitely want you in the studio one day, and uh, we'll go over something. You know, I know you have a lot to say. I have a, I have a, you know, I have a feeling you do. I'll guess those one time. That would be a badass. You can come right, sit well, next to me. Yes, sir. Sometimes this dungeon floor gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie warms us up, though. All right, brother. Thanks for calling in, man. Congrats, y'all. Keep on kicking ass. Thanks, Thanks man. brother. Have a good one. All See right, later. man. Later. Later. What a guy. He's a good shit, that Lloyd. I mean, Jason. Oh, man, why did I do that? I should. I didn't know he didn't like Lloyd. Who cares? Fuck. <laughs> yep, so that was Jason Lloyd, the guy who runs Horophilia and got us on iTunes and all that good stuff. And we're the number one show. I think I think it's just Matt. I think he just keeps listening over and over again until we're number one. That's it. Is that what's yeah. happening, Matt? I get all my shows from iTunes. Is that connected with Horophilia? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, but it doesn't register as why we're number one. Yeah. Can you start downloading them from there? I, I, I will every time I listen because I listen at least three times per episode. So. Oh, my God, man. Nuts. How come you don't spread it out throughout the week? Why would you Why would you listen to them all at once and then you have to wait two weeks? I'm so jonesing just to fucking <laughs> for your personalities, honestly. I, I, I love you guys. Your personalities are so awesome. I'm just... I just want to hear what you fucking have to say, even if I hate it. You know, I'm I'm wanting to hear it just so I. Matt, just, Matt, please be quiet. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Okay, Dan. I'll see welcome. you guys later. All right, peace, man. <laughs> nice having you. Dan, uh, Matt is the best. I'll tell you. We'll that. see you on the hundred show. Yeah, exactly. Get off, get off the get off the show. Get out of the studio. I don't want to hear the hundred show because then I know the fucking the crew is over. Well, well you'll be on that one just so you know. And, yeah. and just to make that clear, too, we've talked about this. That's a rough estimate. You know, we feel like we're going to say all that we can say in 100 shows. But if if, if, if if it arises that that's not the case, who knows? I'm thinking I'm thinking at this point, you guys are really hitting it at 50. I'm thinking you can go for at least 150. Oh, no. Well, what? I don't know. I can't imagine that, dude. Alex, baby, do you really want to give this up? Come on, Jamie. I mean, you know how much fun we have together. 
I know, but it's like, how long can you do this? I can do it all now. I don't know. You know, I think about it. It's guys, look, you got to remember, look, we have a blast doing this. It comes through and we love everybody that listens. And, you know, of course we talk to you all on Facebook. That's clear. I mean, it's evident we're, we're loving the whole thing. But the thing is, the production, it's just, it's so tedious and takes so long and takes so many nights. And th- and th- wh- why do you think we move the show to every, once every two weeks? I mean, it's just so, it's so much. And, and I want to make this point. The, one of the reasons the original team of this show broke up is because <clears throat> the production was so tough for me that I asked Mike if we can go to one show every 10 days instead of every seven days. Just give me three more days because my week is fucking shot. Like, I don't have any days during the week, I feel like. You know, one of them's preparing, one of them's <clears throat> watching the movie, one of them's recording, one of them's producing. And then then Friday's here, and I got to get it all posted up on the thing, and then, then I can go do something. You know? Like, it was just too much, and I said, I, you, you don't get it, Mike. I need more time to do this. And he was not hearing it. He was like, oh, what do you think? You control the show. You control when it goes out, blah, blah. And it, it just became a, a two-month-long argument, and it, it all stemmed from that. So <clears throat> that's one of the main you know, things about this show. It's a big thing about the show. It changed. And it's not like we're getting paid, dude. Why do we have to fucking do a show every seven days? It's like this is a hobby, dude. Right. It, it should be fun, man, you yeah. know? Like Norman Bates said, a hobby should f- pass the time, not fill it. Exactly. So, so what I'm hearing is that if you have a producer, then then you can continue on. So so I'll work on that. <laughs> There's a certain skill slash talent, and I hate to say that it sounds pretentious. Sure, sure. That that is very uh, signature to this show that you could not reproduce with another person. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 There, there's just something that goes on that is just not. Redoable, true, and that's you know I agree with that. So that there's no way around it. Well, and let me let me make another point too. One of the big things with that is is you know you tend to run into this in everyday life. Um, Alex has a full time job. Mike doesn't what? work. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those rare weirdos. Alex has a full time job. Mike doesn't. And listen, dude. Can listen, you listen, do listen. this? And I do this, yeah. And you know what, dude? I, I I have a seasonal job, so I have months off and shit like that. I get it, and and my and I'm not saying that to put Mike down. I'm trying to make the point that why try and fucking force a show unnecessarily to fucking adhere to what? Nobody's for for not. It's an invisible fucking thing. We gotta get it out, dude. He would argue the most ridiculous fucking points, dude, because he lived in a fictional world. A Fictional characters. Fictional characters. It's like, dude, it's ridiculous, bro. And he he just created this world around him where everything made sense and all these things were big deals because he was setting up there. He had multiple things going at once. And if he could, he's wearing a tie in his fucking head. And it's ridiculous, dude. (laughs) Me and Alex are on planet Earth and we're logistically trying to fucking handle shows. And then we got Mike and the only thing he ever fucking contributed like I said, it's fart jokes or no fart noises with his fucking mouth and shit like that. And granted, it's funny at times, but you could tell I was getting pissed at it. He was a one trick pony, like we said, and it's just bullshit, dude. Like I said, the thing about Alex is he is the most fucking 
dedicated person ever. And, you know, he gets down on himself a lot too. But it's funny because he, dude, I've never met somebody like this who's just so fucking driven. And like I said, when we when we do the shows, dude, it's more concept than anything besides the editing part, which is very tedious for Alex. But it, having the concept of just having fun and everything will fucking, you know, go from there. It, it works, you know? It just fucking sure. works. And and realizing that concept is a fucking – it's a simple thing, but some people just don't get it, dude. No, so I- with – I yeah, get it, it and, exactly. and that's why I love the show because yeah. there's concepts around the show, there's bits around the show, there's a lot of production involved in the show, and I mean, other shows, it's just talking in a microphone, your opinions about shit, but right. there's a lot more involved in this show, and I think that's why it succeeds. It's a number right. one on Horophilia, right? Yeah. yeah. And dude, but when you're doing it too much though and it becomes not fun, that shit ain't right, dude. There's no reason for us to be doing it that often. Right. It shouldn't if it's be taxing. Work. Yeah, it shouldn't be work, yeah. Which, you work. know, should we get to the Christmas show yet? Are we there yet, Alex? Cuz that'd be a nice uh, let, let, let's let's note that for future reference here. We have to get to Mike leaving now. Okay, right, right, right. I feel like we're glossing over the biggest show. <laughs> go ahead, uh, go back. Whatever. Okay. Before we get to Mike. Dude, the Halloween episodes, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. All those Halloween episodes, I was fucking gushing over. Every single one of them. And, and it culminated into the award show, dude. That was a fucking high point in the show. Fucking congrats to you for making such a great show. That was fucking brilliant. Thanks, man. We yeah. put out a lot of shows in October. Yes, there's like one a week, if not shorter, and they were all fucking rock solid. I mean, Tom Atkins. That's my favorite interview. That show is fucking incredible, dude. My favorite, dude. Yeah, thanks. I remember Matt writing that. He actually he actually left a message and we played it and he was just thanking us cuz he see see that's why I love Matt. He really sees. He could tell the difference between you know, he, he he left a message saying, I see that you guys are really cranking him out. You're really going full force. And some people take that stuff for granted, but he didn't. You know, it is a lot of work. It's – it's. He, look, we heard a lot of dummies get on mics and just make shit shows. I mean, and it, it takes no <laughs> effort. You know, like the only reason something might be better than others is because the guys doing them just tried harder and they put more time. That Halloween award show – was fucking phenomenal, dude. Ah, yes, ah. fucking self on the back. That show, fucking, I jizzed my pants five times. <laughs> all Alex, bro, dude. That was all Alex, dude. He dude, that show mind. was, I, I, I was like, man, can this show get fucking any better? It ultimately did. Yeah. But holy shit, that, that award show, I did not see that coming. Dude. Blew my fucking socks off, dude. That's, that's how crazy Alex is, dude. He's so good like that. My only contribution to that show was a PJ Souls joke, and it was a rehash of a joke Alex had done fucking 10 minutes ago. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, dude, that was all him, man. He drove himself nutty doing that, and it oh. came out, and he was like, and it, and it blew everybody away. So there you go. That, that was a, a vision of um, be, us being on an award thing, obviously, and and tr- and doing everything I could to make it like to create this alternate reality of like, could I turn three guys in front of a microphone into something that's like in your mind completely different? And well, you were 
Dude. Corey that's... helped with that and did an amazing job. Yeah, Corey um, Graham. HorrorVid.com presents, live from Haddonfield at the Lost River Drive Theater, the Skeleton Crew Halloween Movie Awards. Introducing our hosts, Alex Edwards, the man who is kind enough to keep his alcohol level below 0.08% to host this award show. Unfortunately, even sober, he will do just about as well as a talented host would if he were shit-faced. Michael J. I'm surprised he was able to pull himself away from his TV where he has Halloween 6 on a loop. What is more disturbing, his fascination with underdeveloped breasts or that he nailed Danielle Harris's screen-worn pants to his bedroom wall? And everyone's favorite token stoner, Dan Chase. I really have nothing negative to point out about the guy, but they are only 35 shows in. Give it a while longer. We'll get some dirt. Thank you, Corey. Everybody, let's give a big hand for our announcer for the night, Corey Graham. All right, I'm really, really excited to be here, guys. I mean, this is the big one. This is the biggest Halloween extravaganza of the year. Yeah. I mean, I am honored. We have some really high-profile guests in the audience tonight. Here, look, uh, let's see. Uh, look over here to your left. Look right here, the mummy himself. Oh, jeez. No, I can't look. I don't like people in bandages, dude. No, the mummy is unwrapped. He's actually sitting here with his face exposed. Oh, no, wait. That's Marta Kober, who played Sandra in Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened to her? She looked like she got hit by a Mack truck. Man, that's some hard living. That's yeah. a dusty bit. Ah, I... <laughs> Jesus Christ, sweetie. Play off the sauce. All right, well, uh, we have some more Friday 13th. Well, and dude, you should have heard Alex. He was like the wizard in The Wizard of Oz, like just pulling strings and shit. But he'd be like, okay, so we're going to fucking cut to the applause and then we're going to have the sound effect come. Boop! Okay, and then like you go and then you fuck. All right, ready? Okay, go. And it was like, we were like, what the fuck is this <laughs> the fucker talking about? And But we went with it and it came out brilliantly. But dude, it takes a fucking crazy, sick, fucking ridiculously sick, talented fucking individual and not sick in a bad way i mean like oh, dude that's sick that way dude like that shit was awesome bro yeah man that was all alex bro that shit was beauteous no nah, it was it was all of us dude i mean everybody oh. would, you know you dude it, the concept yeah okay that you know that was mine but like you guys were both on fire man and and you know you really took over big you, you finished out really strong i remember i hope and, so yeah and um it, there's a lot of you know those behind the scenes things that you gotta like cut out of the show. Like, all right, guys, now I'm playing this clip. Now we're gonna do this. Dan, this is so. I'm gonna put this here. This is all right. Go. And you guys were like really just you stepped right up and you just Thanks. went with it. Thanks, it was man. just it was great. And and that's the sad thing about Mike. He went out on a really high point. He went out on his best show that he'll ever do. Probably. Yep. I mean, let's face it. I agree. I think it's clear at this point how many shows have they done, and it's. Yep. How, how many shows have they done? Uh, six. Eight? Six or eight. I've only listened to one, and I'm, I'm good. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. I mean, but uh, you know, 
Sorry, John, but it's true. Well, okay, Matt, this is going to be very interesting now. Let's hear from a listener, especially one who's who's like so actually into it and really cares and invested. When you heard the news that Mike is not a part of the show, what d- did you panic and go, "Oh, this isn't this, this is going to be different. This is not I I don't know where this is going." No, I I was concerned. I was like, "Wow, okay. The the guys, you know, the the trio I love is is breaking up, but but let's think <laughs> about this. But well, let's think about this. Who do I actually connect with on the show?" Yes, I always, you know, connected with Mike in some kind of way, but it's clear that Alex is driving the show 100%. It's clear that he's coming up with the segments and and all that stuff. He's conducting the interviews and everything. And so I was like, no, I want to follow Alex. Like, he's clearly the show. He's clearly the thing I'm truly connecting with. I love Dan and, and everything that he adds, but as far as like just Mike dropping off, no, I, I was not concerned one bit. I was like, well, I'm following these guys, and that's what's it. That's yeah. exactly what I told him. Exactly. I'm like, dude, it just, whatever. Yeah. He, he was like an appendage that you really didn't even need. <laughs> he, he was like a third arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He he was like a worthless limb. Yeah. I mean that that would only add Get something him. every like three episodes. And, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah he would never do anything during the interviews. Absolutely never. You know, and during the actual movie segments, he would just add the sound. You know, he's like, Hey, but it was cool when this person died because it was like <coughs> Yeah, and right. That was that's it. The, yeah, that was the, almost all that he added. I mean, I hate that this on Mike, but you know that was he added. He did add some stuff, absolutely. Yeah. But as far as the overall show, you know, it was clearly Alex and Dan. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. We were the ones going back and forth, and yes, Dan said today, Dan, what was the the topic? It was something about how how much we changed and what do you think it was and i said i think it's pretty simple it's jamie and it's like it's oh, yeah. not that jamie is you know it's a given that she's good but i think the reason the, sh- the show as a whole changed is because jamie is like a component okay th- i think the the thing we're thinking of what's the difference between the shows then and now and the thing is like mike really added nothing to the discussion except for kind of saying wacky shit that is just off the wall and haha I'm funny look how weird I am and sound effects while Jamie has thoughts that now it's not just me and Dan going back and forth now someone else is saying something and they're adding and now we're going to work off of what they say so once me and Dan are done the reason we feel so fulfilled is because not only do we do our parts but somebody else actually came in and 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 did their part and from them built an entire another level of things on top of stuff that we would have never done on our own. And and half the time, Jamie doesn't even agree with you assholes. And it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's right. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. It's brilliant. It's brilliant because of you. And Mike never agreed with us either because he would always be 
you know, Mr. Fanboy, and I'm going to defend everything. But but he would give everything a 10 out of 10. I mean, am I wrong? Every fucking movie would be a fucking 10. And it's like, dude, not every movie is perfect. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. Yeah, I, I say no movie is perfect. Plus, yeah. without me, who would do the blowjob jokes? <laughs> well, actually, Mike did a couple, but... Oh, well, that's yeah. true. Dude. Right, that's right. I am getting pounded so hard over here. Well, I got, I got to, I'll tell you what, his calves were amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but you, you guys got to understand something. <laughs> his calves are amazing. <laughs> um, you guys got to understand something, too, though. There's a big difference between conceptualizing, or is that a word? Yeah, something. Uh, Jamie will tell you. Conceptualizing. Oh, sexualizing. I'm, I'm not thinking, that bad. It, all right, Having a concept. Thinking of an idea and, and actually <laughs> um, bringing it to, to the fucking stage, you know? And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, there's a big difference, dude. And a lot of people have all these fucking half-baked ideas. Oh, I could do this. With the blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. This is what I'm saying. You got to make it a reality, dude. And it's not, that, it's not that it's rocket science, but it is steps that you have to take that would be considered going out on a limb at times. And you know what, dude? We've never for a second fucking hell back of doing any interviews or whatever. We're just like, ah, whatever. We're fucking all geeked up about it. Ah, you know, ah, you know, who cares? Like, it's fun, dude. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fucking fun. And the big difference between fucking all of us, dude, I don't know. I can't, I'm, I refuse to talk about myself. So, you know, I'm not going to say anything about me. I can talk about Alex and I know he's a driven motherfucker and we go back and forth and think of ideas and so, dude, we think of the most ridiculous ideas ever, dude, both of us. And through those, though, we take the good shit. Like, we're not afraid to shut each other down. Like, we call each other retards all the time. Like, yeah, dude, it's <laughs> fucking stupid as fuck, dude. I'm like, telling you, you know, to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jack, dude, so, yeah, since Jamie's been here, Stop it! it's been the same <laughs> fucking thing. Jamie co-signs to all that. She's on the same page as well. But it's like... Shooting down ideas left and right, like, no, that's not a good idea, but let's take a good part of that. It's like little shit here and there that forms these ideas. But even when you have a good idea and it's all built up like a fucking, like the Megazord and fucking Power Rangers, you got that <laughs> motherfucker, but you still need that Power Sword to fucking strike that motherfucker down. So when you you take the idea and make it a reality dude that's what fucking happens with with that's what separates you from from the rest and shit and you know jump the shark dude alex that was his idea and we've rolled with it after you know and we fuck yeah but dan you're like the guy you could throw anything to and you just you make it you come to life you just you roll with it. You're like the guy. I, I, I could always throw a behind-the-back pass, and nobody knows I'm throwing it, but you'll catch it and dunk it. Yeah, you know? Dan like, is the man. Yeah, and, and I got to say, just a side note, Dan has, has grown, I think. If you listen to him on those first, like, even 15 shows. Because I'm right next to his thigh. <laughs> yeah, stop, yeah, stop rubbing his thighs. Um, yeah, he, he has become, like... Look, the very first shows, we talked about it. I, I billed him as the special guest host. Why? Because he was on another show. Special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was on another show. I didn't really see a like a, a great radio personality or anything like that. No. I just, you know, he was just okay. You know, <laughs> I was like, all right, the guy's you know, cool. If that. If yeah, if that. And then me talking to him, though, 
was what drew me in. I was like, wow, this guy, there's there's so much more to him than just this, you know, hey, hey man, let's get weird. Wasted kind of guy. I was just like, <clears throat> there's so much more, and I bet something would, you know, their conversations were so good. I wonder what would happen if we were on a show. Then um, <clears throat> the first shows we did were me and him were with those Friday 13 stuff. And then I was like, after we're done, I said to Mike, I go, you know, um, <clears throat> I think we should, uh, I think we should keep Dan. Can you leave though? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I said, I said, I think we should keep Dan. I think that I think he's really good, dude. He adds something to the show that I, if I, I picture me and you <clears throat> doing this, and it's just not there, and it's it's this fun factor, and I I try to be fun. I, I think I'm fun, but at the same time. I think I need the right people around me to make it maximized. You know what I mean? And and Dan was that guy. But he went from being just a good host in the first 15 or 30, whatever. I guess it went by fast. 30 shows to, like, now he's just, like, he blows me away with this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this whole year, I think ever since Jamie came on, I think she also was a really good um, chemistry, uh, or I'll make a board, chem- chemradical uh, <laughs> co-host. <laughs> With Dan, and he upped his game so much this year that I'm just like so impressed. And it's like, bam, hit the lottery again. It was like, it was like, bam, hit the lottery with Dan. Jamie, bam, hit the lottery two times in a row, and it's like perfect. And so sweet. Couldn't agree more. Dan, I love you so much. You have no idea how much I love working with you, how much I love talking with you, how much just, you know, just shooting the shit. Like when you just call me in the middle of the day or whatever, it makes me, every time you do, I just smile because I love talking to you. You're so incredibly supportive. You're funny. You get me, you know, and uh, I mean, I can throw anything at you and you know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, and I just, I really, really love you. Well, thank you, and I love you, obviously. Yeah, we hit the Jamie Jenkins part yet, uh, (laughs) because we got that. I think Matt wants to hear a little bit first. Okay, all right, yes. If I know Matt, like I think I do. Yeah, we got to get to Jamie Jenkins, because that's when it really fucking... Oh, we'll we'll get there. Boom, we were off and running, bro. Thank you, guys. That's very kind of you. I appreciate those kind words. Well, actually, I was, I was just lying and building you up. But okay. Same thing with you, brother. I really love you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I've got a poster of you above my bed. Really? <laughs> Dan, is, in fact, your middle name motherfucking? Because uh, <laughs> because that's how I describe you. Dan motherfucking chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's this is how we do it. <laughs> it's Friday night. My the on the west side. <laughs> so I reach for my Jody and I roll it up. Designated driver takes the keys to my truck. <laughs> That's why you're the motherfucking man, man. Thank you, brother. I do. Are you kidding me? You're the Just fucking man. All right, now here is, I know this is one of Matt Wiesel's favorite bits the show has done in October. Here we go. All right, welcome to the Halloween dating game. I'm your host, Alex Edwards. (laughs) 
Let's <laughs> throw you right. lucky ladies out there. We have the one, the only Haddonfield killer, Michael Myers. <laughs> yes, he's adorable, isn't he? Since we're on the radio, Michael, we're going to do this a little differently. Instead of having three contestants try to win a date with you, we're going to go ahead and interview you, play it over the radio, and we're going to get the phones ringing off the hook. I just know it. All right, Michael, it's time for you to tell the ladies a little bit about yourself. Okay, Michael, let's start off with how old are you? 21. All right, and where do you live? Haddonfield. Still Haddonfield. Okay, and what do your hobbies include? Killing people. Mm-hmm, what do you do for fun? Kill people. Right. Okay, and for all the young ladies who are going to be calling in, when you go on a date, what do you look forward to? Get my dick stopped. <laughs> yeah, they don't do it, but I just kill them afterwards. Uh-huh. All right, well, uh, describe your perfect girl to me, Michael. Dick sucking lips. <laughs> mm -hmm. Big tit. Right. Let me stick my huh? dick in. Uh -huh. Big ass. So I can also stick my dick in. Yep. Anything a little deeper, Michael? That's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> all righty. Do you want any girls calling in to know anything about you? No. <laughs> when a girl looks for something in a guy, what will she find in you? My dick. Not bad. How long do you last in bed? Normally two minutes. All right, ladies, there you have it. Michael Myers, 21 years old. He resides in Haddonfield, and he nice. likes to kill people. My If you dick. want to be one of the lucky <laughs> young ladies who want to date with this... Look at that crazy man. Call us at 215-240-7893. And that's all we have for the Halloween dating game. See you next time. It's fucking, it's fucking bits like that, Alex, that I just fucking, I love, dude. <laughs> it, like, stuff like that and, and the Teen Wolf bit, dude. Oh, that was fucking gold. Oh no, we have the to team. pull the Teen Wolf yeah. bit out, dude. I fucking when you guys played that for the first time, I was like, <laughs> okay, I understand who these guys are, and I connect <laughs> with them one hundred percent because that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about Matt because when I produced that one i said you know what maybe we're going a little overboard you were here. scared about it i know you were yeah. scared like i don't know if i should put this out i don't know why but it's hilarious i i just felt like it was too much no but, you know but i haven't gotten to do any bits since i've been on and that's jamie i did tell you that we want to we have to record something together remember that we never got around to doing it did you yeah oh. <laughs> Oops. i did all right, let me see if I can. Did you find... tell me what, or did you have anything no, in mind? No, I oh, kept okay. a surprise. Yeah. Oh, oh man! Everybody <laughs> keeps trying to surprise me, and I keep fucking it up. <laughs> no, a lot, we're good. A couple people asked me about that Michael Myers bit real quick with the dating game. the The way that happened was, me and my cousin, the same guy who's in that ghost hollow, uh, the ghost of Michael Myers. Ha! <laughs> that movie. He, um, you know, he played. <laughs> he's he is Steve. 
Was that the guy guarding him? No, he was. No, that's John. <laughs> and John was actually on heroin when he did that. <laughs> what guarding him? Well, that explains it. Yeah, that guy was on heroin. He was guarding Michael. Well, then that's why, don't dude. Turn see, your back on Michael Myers. Sorry, there's the there's the thing, dude. He was doing Red the dope. Dude, he was doing the dope fiend lean. That's why he didn't see <laughs> Michael Myers behind him, dude. He was not. So. Um, the way that happened was we just pulled a video camera out and this, this dude, Steve put Michael Myers mask on and I just started, I just, we just said, dude, I'll do an interview with you. And he goes, all right. And literally those answers and they, they were almost exactly as I redid them for the dating game, but he just answered those straight, like right off the bat. Like there was no prep. I mean, he just, those were like hilarious, dude. Like he just killed it. So <laughs> I just took those answers and just, you know, re-asked them and put them in a game show setting. Right. And nice. just did that bit. And I said, this will work. I know this is going to work because those are fucking gold. He killed it. And I know he's going to – it'll kill on the show. So I just kept it as he did it and that was it, man. And the sound quality was great too. You couldn't notice. It wasn't like it took you out of it every time you heard the answers. It was yeah. great. No, it Perfect. just sounded like he was in a different room or a yeah, mic or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So here's that Teen Wolf bit that uh, Matt – this is the one that I just didn't know if I should. This makes me orgasm every time. Oh my! God. The way this happened was I just watched Teen Wolf one day, and I just, I don't know, something made me focus on the conversation between the dad talking to the son in the bathroom, and I think the part where he goes, "What do you, you know, uh, Scott?" and he's like, "Oh, oh, 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 I'm okay, Dad. I'm okay." From there, I said, "Wow." If I was on the other side of the door, I'd think this kid's jerking off. So I said, It landed on my face. Yeah, everything. I said, That's what this sounds like to me. So I replayed it because that's exactly what it sounded like to me. So I replayed it and I said, I. This sounds like a kid jerking off in the bathroom. And then when we got the show, I said, You know what? I'm going to take that whole thing, I think, and I'm going to make this into exactly what I always thought it was. So this is what that is, right? I could hear it. The Skeleton Crew encourages you to talk to your kids about masturbation, but not while they're doing it. Shut the fuck up and just get fucked. Yeah, yeah.
surprised. Whatever it is, son, you can tell me. I'll understand. Oh! 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 No, Dad. Oh, no. Not this time. Scott Howard, this is your father speaking. Now open this door right this minute. Okay, Dad. You asked for it. An explanation is probably long overdue. An explanation? Jesus Christ, Dad, an explanation? Look at me. Look at you. See, now here was the challenge for me. He said, look at, look at me, look at you. So I had to create the illusion that he opened the door and his dad was standing there jerking off. And right. they were both looking at each other doing it. So in order to create that illusion, I had to take my own dick out. And then I had to go up to the microphone. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And just, like, make noise, like, slapping it against my stomach. Whatever I did, I don't know. I... Holy shit. But God. that's how I created the illusion. I put that sound effect in there so you would think that that's happening. So It's all like... <laughs> that is dedication. Holy shit, Alex. I have no idea. I have to we go back and listen one. to that again and again. Yeah, right. I, I, Jamie, I think you should review that on on liking it. <laughs> you, should, you, know, you should just review that bit. I, I, that bit. I'll just play that bit. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. This this is what I love about the show. There's so uh, much fucking funny shit. This this shit is fun. Uh, yeah. An explanation is probably long overdue. <laughs> an explanation. Jesus oh, Christ, Dad! An explanation. Look yeah. at me. Look at you. Not as bad as it looks. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, Dad. You mean you knew about this? You knew about this and you didn't tell me? I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Sometimes it oh. skips a generation. <laughs> I was hoping it would pass you by. Well, Dad, it didn't pass me by. <laughs> it landed on my face. Scott, we really need to talk about this. Forget it, Dad. I don't want to talk. Go away. Oh, yeah. Dropping fucking loads. Oh, oh, your fucking faces. Yeah. Eat that cunt. Oh, dude. Yeah. That was... <laughs> I just listened to that the other day, dude, like a fucking week ago. I thought that worked brilliant. Me too. Hey, hey speaking of Danny Trejo, though, are you guys gonna get him back on to do a, a better interview i mean that because i love that interview, but it was only like 10 minutes right or whatever if you guys can get him back on to continue that conversation because i, I that dude was awesome i thought you guys really fucking you know it was a great interview as, as a listener minutes. it was awesome yeah for the eight minutes yeah we got a funny story about that though, but we've told this before, but man, this is one of those behind the scenes things too. All right. First of all, yeah, we had like what? 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, like total. Unfortunately, now we, we didn't know the situation. We just thought, okay, uh, he's going to call us. So Mike had the number 
to his uh, agent, I guess, or the the publicist that he was going through at the time to promote that particular movie, and and somebody working for Sci-Fi. So we had to call them, get forwarded to the lady, and then she said, "Okay, let me connect you." And then fucking gets Danny on the line and sets it up. So right there, dude, it was like four or five minutes wasted. We talked to this dude. Everybody was nice. Every it was all professional. It was fine or whatever. Okay, fine, whatever, whatever. So unfortunately, we we kind of wasted a few minutes. Or you know, I don't think we. It was just one of those fucking things. So right there, boom, kind of sucked. But the best fucking part ever, dude. Was like, all right, you're interviewing Danny Trejo, dude. I love him. He's on fucking, you know, my favorite shows, and and he's just a, he's like a, almost like a small time like legend yeah. figure. You know what I mean? So at the same time, though, you forget that he's a real motherfucker. He's been to San Quentin. This guy's a hard motherfucker. And I, I think we told the story before, but I'm going to tell it again anyways. It was so funny, man, because we had to check ourselves for a split second. It was funny, man. Everybody fucking froze as soon as he got on the line <laughs> right after, dude. Because the way he answered it was so... Dude, it goes like this. He goes, uh, how, how did it go, Alex? How, how did... Did you say it initially? Were you like, uh, hi, uh, Danny? And, and he was like... Who's this? <laughs> it was so sick. Who's this? And it was like, we all fucking froze, dude. We were like, oh my God, Machete's gonna fucking chop our heads <laughs> off, dude. Straight up, right? And then he goes, uh, hey, uh, this is Alex from the Skeleton Crew. And then right after he goes, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> and it was all good, dude. But for a split second, dude, we all froze, dude. Shit got real, bro. It was fucking unreal and shit like that doesn't happen and that's the kind of shit that i live for you know i love interviewing these people the show is just a vehicle to do that i'm sorry man we get to talk to all these cool people man we talked to adrian king i made an ass out of myself we might no, get to that, that, that interview was awesome you guys yeah. have done some great interviews uh uh jonathan tierson felissa rose i mean seriously some great interviews oh i was and- proud of the felissa rose because we got all that information out of her yeah yeah because because you guys you know you you make it feel so like just a personal conversation. Yeah, well that's that's all that's that's, that's, that's all it the is. The only way we could see it. Yeah, I mean I know a lot of people make it official like uh, a little too weird. I want people to, like feel like they're sitting down with them and just ha- chilling with these people and kind of asking them what they would say, you know, what they would say to them if they really got the chance, you know. And that's exactly what it felt like as a listener, you know, coming through all these episodes one by one. I felt like I was in the room with you guys. Yeah. You know, talking to these people and that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's thanks. what we try to create, dude, a vibe where they're comfortable too, man, cuz a lot of the times you got to imagine, first of all, bro, these are just real people, you know, people put them up on pedestals or whatever, but uh, all the people that we've interviewed, dude, have been fucking chill, you know? And 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 they're just cool people, dude, and you got to make them feel like like fucking at home too, man, you know? So that shit ain't going to fucking fly if you're all official like a referee with a whistle, just like, okay, in this part, you get to fucking joke around, shoot the shit, even if it's dumb jokes that you say. They get a sense of, oh, these guys are just having fun. All right, this is cool. Like, you got to fucking get on the same level. Oh, you know what? Let's play a couple clips, dude, of little behind-the-scenes things with interviews. What you got? Wait, hang on one second. Hello? Hey, hey Mike. What's up? Lots of people. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a crowded room here. There's not that much room in the dungeon, as you can see in that picture. <laughs> Just pick a corner and hang out and be all right. <laughs> What's going on, Mike? Nothing. I just uh, took a time out from God of War Ascension to join the conversation. Oh, wow. How was that? Oh, man. Have you ever played any God of War games? Absolutely, sir. I love them. Oh, man. Well, yeah, this one's pretty awesome, too. It's uh, it's it's actually a prequel to the first one. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, if you're a fan of pretty much with God of War, if you're a fan of one of them, you're going to like all of them. Cool, man. Dude, thanks for joining the show, man. And, and uh, you know, it's our 50th show, one year. And uh, I know you, you started listening around, what, like the Texas Chainsaw? Because, you know, you heard Jamie came on the show. Uh, no, I actually, well, see, when I first joined up with Horophilia, I started listening uh, to the shows. It's just that there were so many of them, and it got overwhelming. I started confusing, like, which ones were which. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then when Jamie joined then I was like, okay, let me actually pay attention to which one is actually Skeleton Crew. And then <laughs> I, uh, I uh, recognized you guys specifically because your your outro music on each episode. Right. I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> I remembered liking it from like the first time I heard it. So mm-hmm. like then, <laughs> then I was like, okay, that's the way. At first, I knew I would identify you guys, and then Jamie joined it and made it like even easier. Yeah, I was gonna say he don't know who we are till the end. <laughs> I would hope it was easy for you to recognize if I was on it. <laughs> well, Jamie, in all fairness, you are on eight other shows. So it is confusing. Well, he is my co-host. He should know my voice. I'm kidding. Jamie's on eight shows, and I think six of them make her go over the same territory. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Uh-oh. fault. I have no control over that. I just do what I'm told. That's why she's so good. She did every show four times already. I mean, <laughs> hey, but this show has a lot more boners to handle. Let's be honest. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Especially tonight, there's a lot of boners in this room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I I joined the right party then. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I try to funny. do my Let's part to, to keep everyone up. Wow. Man. Well, we're about to play a, a couple clips, Mike, if you want to check them out. Okay. Things that went on behind the scenes while we were doing a couple interviews. So, they're pretty funny. Um, we do. We were just talking about Danny Trejo and how we almost fucking shit our pants when he picked up the phone. Yeah. And, Dan, I know you're going to love this one. Here's your favorite, when Danny Trejo just <clears throat> jumped in out of nowhere and went to promote his movie. This is great. Listen to this shit, yeah. Okay, here we go. This is, yeah, Danny Trejo, out of nowhere. We're having a conversation. <clears throat> I know what it was. <laughs> we were asking him to cut the ID to say, hey, there's Danny Trejo. You're listening to Skeleton Crew. And then <laughs> he just jumped in with this to promote his movie before the interview even started. So we, we had to go. After he said this, we were like, uh, Danny, we're, not, we're actually uh, we're going to start in like a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> here's Danny just trying to promote his movie out of nowhere. Like, oh, fuck. Or high. That was so much fun. That was fun, man. It was just like some random thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay, yeah, well, we're, we're going to get to that. I wish you had like 30 seconds before that. Yeah, because, dude, it was just so random. I know. It was just like, I oh, am, yeah, man, or high. <laughs> and Alex was just like, yeah, we're going to, yeah, man, we're going to get to that. But uh, so we're, we're like at heat in this career, you know, yeah. we're just starting, you know, and that that's the unfortunate thing. Like we said, man, we were just getting going with that dude. Yeah. And unfortunately, we got the fucking 
wind taken right out of our sail. But you know what, dude? We'll get them back. Yeah. It ain't no And thing. you know what? If a lot of people think that we say stupid things during the interviews, wait till you hear a couple of things that go on before the interviews. Um, so he, here's us asking Ethel from Friday the 13th Part 5 if she's willing to do the type of shit that we would like her to do for the for that, uh, you know, this is Ethel, shut the fuck, all that stuff. Here's, her, here's us asking that. I was wondering... Um, how far removed are you from the whole spirit of Ethel? Because I was I was going to ask you if you could record like a few funny uh, IDs for the show, <laughs> but sure. But they're kind of um, like Ethel, if you know what I mean. What do you mean, like fuck and stuff like that? You mean? Yeah, like that. <laughs> like Ethel? Yeah. yeah. Sure. So that that was her, and then here's us. Uh... <laughs> oh, you mean like fuck? She's awesome, dude. She was great, man. A lot of people, you know, um... that was such a fun one too. I really I liked know her. that was one of my favorite ones, dude. We were talking Mad Men. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Hey, Alex, you got the uh, you got the uh, Mr. Bill one? I do have that, <laughs> but we actually would have to. Sur- <laughs> I have to poke oh, around and click around until I find it. Yeah, the famous Bill Mosley goof up. God, dude, you got to play that if you have it. Holy shit, that's that's essential. You know what's funny about that, too? Because Alex rarely ever fucks up. And that's not even a fuck up. It's just funny because it's like, it just never happens. And hi, Mr. Bill? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill? Oh, my God. Well, And, dude, at the time, we didn't laugh, you know, because it's like talking to him. We call Bill Mosley, and it's it's not exactly clear. He, you know, when you first call somebody, they're kind of discombobulated, and uh, they're not exactly like zoned into the conversation. So it was sounding like a little noisy, whatever. So I was a little distracted. It was our first huge name interview. So I was like, "Hi, Mr. Mo-, and I was going to say Mr. Mosley, and then the last name escaped me, and instantly I just said Bill. <laughs> So, <laughs> so here it is. Here's the famous thing that everybody yes. has been goofing on me for for almost a year. Hi, Mr. Bill. <laughs> How you doing? This is Alex. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Oh no! Hi, Mr. Bill. <laughs> How you doing? You know, you guys are having a little bit too much fun with this. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Bill. Hi. <laughs> You're so startled and abrupt, you know, kind of thing. Oh, Mr. Bill? And Alex, weren't you, like, up doing something, too? Like, because we didn't, that was, like, the third time. Or, yeah. Or called them because I, we didn't have the wrong number, but the call didn't go through. So, like, Alex was half paying attention. Like, dude, I think you were grabbing a beer or grabbing something. I was doing you, something. Like, I was like, to, you, like, ran to your computer. So, I mean, dude, I don't fault you for a second, but that shit is fucking hilarious. Oh, no, I hate it, man. <laughs> because, dude, I do shit like that all the time. Like, I'm a walking, talking, fucking blah, blah, bit, bit, bit. But you, dude, you never do that, and that's great. If I were interviewing Bill Mosley, I would, I wouldn't even be nearly that coherent. So you know, <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> it was so cool, though, man. He was awesome, bro. <clears throat> we actually have an interview for this show, and um, that you heard already, because I will put it there. <laughs> and uh, here's here's some show prep stuff that went on with that one. This is Jason Christopher, the director of Nobody Gets Out Alive, and this is what happened before uh, he came on. Oh, here it is. Yeah, let me set this up because we didn't get the whole thing. Dan told him 
We'll interview you, and if you, you know, just be yourself and just say whatever, and if you think you ever went too far at any point and said something that might get you in trouble, we'll just, we'll just take it out of the show before it goes out. So here's, uh, here's how that works. <laughs> this is how we talk to people, like directors, before they come on the show. We'll edit it out or something, you know. All right, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck are you going to ask? <laughs> Personal life. I'm too laid back to care. Hey, how many times do you jerk off a day? <laughs> <laughs> Two months. <laughs> exactly. All right, ready? So we'll 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 get it started. Introduce you. Ready? <clears throat> I'm ready. Professional thing on. All right. <laughs> Two idiots. That, that question is kind of how I wish most interviews would would go on this show. Right, right. Hey, straight to masturbation. How many times do you rattle one off in one day? Come on. You know, that that's an extreme um, example, but basically that's our tone, dude. We may not go that far in each one, but that's what I'm saying, dude. We're just, we want to show them that, yeah, we're fucking around, but at the same time, dude, like... We we then you know yeah we get back into our mode yeah yeah we do a good interview so at the same time it's a balance dude it's the whole idea this whole fucking show man get into it know your shit but who you know just fucking sit back relax and count some stacks <laughs> how about when I I could not properly I think it was introduce or exit Adam Green I forgot what it was like I just I kept oh, saying about no. and unfortunately I don't have all the clips I just have us reacting to it in a way. I kept saying like, all right, and the next thing we have Adam Green and this and that and that, and I was like, why am I? Why do I keep saying all this stuff? And it was just went on and on, and here's like the end result of it. And we'll be back. And fuck, here, dude, just say, and we'll be back with Adam Green after this, okay. and then just cut. You know what? I start cackling like a moron. Listen to my dude, laugh. Dude, this is so good. Dude, great. my laugh is bizarre. Listen. To that. And then after the Adam Green interview, to go into that break. <laughs> Can you believe something this simple? I keep fucking up because I keep introducing other shit. with Adam Green after this message. That something that simple it took about wow. 20 minutes. Oh, dude, we were oh, dying. God, that was bad. Okay, yeah. how about Alex? Oh, I lost my voice on this show, so we might as well play when I lose my voice on another one. Here we go. And it was interesting because at the end, well, here's the part I was talking about where I said the second part of the plot. Cut. Oh. <laughs> no, guys, we need another drink. It's happening again. It's all good, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're back. <laughs> and of course, oh, here's another Alex can't talk. Whatever. Whatever yeah, you know. but didn't the lady allude to. Um, <clears throat> God, my throat. <laughs> Dying. Alex will be dead by the end of the show. I really gotta keep taking drinks of water. <clears throat> God. Take your time, bro. I shouldn't be doing this. <clears throat> um, I feel like I can't talk. <clears throat> didn't they uh, allude. <laughs> Didn't the uh, lady? God, I can't talk. My throat's killing me. You know, it's like like sawdust on my throat. Just take a minute, dude. Just take a minute. No rush. It's all good. Do you have anything else? Like, uh, I guess nothing else would really work either. Yeah, I don't know what would be better. Okay. Uh, didn't they allude to the fact that Madeline? It's not her ghost because. She... 
<laughs> Can you imagine all that goes on? <laughs> and of course, if for some reason, I felt like I should save a burp. I don't know why. We do a hundred of them. Uh, 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 Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got someone else here who wants to wish you a happy anniversary. Oh, oh shit. I didn't even say happy anniversary yet. <laughs> Corey Graham. Hey. Wow. <laughs> the announcer Hi, of the Halloween Movie Awards. Yeah. Wow. Wow, really? I have no idea what I'm wandering into here. But yeah, uh, well, you just walked into that clip. You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. we're just we're just shooting the shit because it's the anniversary show. So we're I just... loved what I was hearing while I was lurking. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. I love how fucking Corey just comes in and shuts the shit down with his fucking awesome announcer voice. Listen to that voice. Um, oh yeah. damn! Well, <laughs> you were listening to the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. That part of the Halloween episode was fucking awesome. Oh, shit, thanks. Thanks, yeah. man. I, I appreciate that I've been uh, solicited I, for uh, such things. That was that was very nice. I hope they paid you well. Oh, dude, the check cleared, so I'm uh, <laughs> very appreciative. Of that, uh, you know, I'm help feed it... my son another day. So, so. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I heard Corey, he actually joined a show with Jamie. He did some, like, a, a guest spot. And I was just, like, listening. I'm like, wow, listen to this guy. And when I was hatching <laughs> up the idea for the Halloween Movie Awards, I was like, wouldn't it be great to have this guy announce it? I wonder if he'd go for it. So I just, you know, sent him a message. And he was like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. What do you want to do? Where's the lines? What do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, and he didn't, uh, no one told me. And so I'm listening to the show, and I'm just like, what? That's <laughs> fucking Corey. <laughs> yeah, but guys, at the same time, you, uh, Corey's like Spider-Man. With with great power comes great responsibility. He's got a great voice, but he fucking nails it every time too. So you you rock it, bro. You're a good guy. Damn, <laughs> my head is so fucking big right now. <laughs> Damn. No, he dude, that's just the weed we've been we've been blazing in here. That's just oh, that's cool. Guy. I've been drinking, so it's all good. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just got off this interview for like an hour and a half, so oh, I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on, and uh, I'm just <laughs> glad to be here. So. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, man? we're just we're we're just playing clips right now. This is the clip segment where we play. Uh, oh, hey, hey, you know what? I want you two guys, Mike and Corey. I want you both to hear what Jamie says when she's not on on the show. Listen to how disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. What she said about the word yeah. cunts. Listen. To <laughs> That's weird. Oh, come because on. That's weird. Not, I don't that's like those words. If I say it, it's, it's, oh my God, really? No, I don't like the word creamy. <laughs> what about I still go with the wet or dripping. <laughs> that works. Or pussy. Pussy works. Cunt. Cur mm, that's a little angry. No, no. It doesn't have to be angry at all. My cunt wants you. No, you don't have to be that. You don't have to be that vicious about it. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking cunt. <laughs> Light little hungry. <laughs> My cunt is hungry for some big guy. This sounds weird for me to say. <laughs> well, yeah, especially since last I checked you didn't have <laughs> I don't have a cunt, that's true. <laughs> I had a cunt, but we broke up about three years ago. 
Jeez, talk about outtakes. <laughs> hey, somehow we had a feeling that'd be an outtake. Isn't that weird? Oh, man. <laughs> I had a cunt. Jamie. Jamie, you dirty, dirty girl. That's, uh, wow. Corey, you already knew that, though. I did. I did. <laughs> I think yeah. me and Jamie were particularly guess, you know what, stoned. Like, to, be, to be fair, you have never heard me say you're a cunt. So, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Not I until don't now. So, but, no, but uh, that's totally cool. That's all right. Yeah, she's a class act. <laughs> exactly. You say cunt classier than anybody else. No. So. so what else you got, Alex? You got anything else? Well, I have the one time when I asked you an inappropriate question. Um, D- Dan is always with the, I don't have a phone this week. I don't have this this week. I didn't buy that. I can't do this. So he was going to a horror convention. So I said, you know, I, my uh, my initial thing when I, as soon as I hear that is, well, maybe you can interview a bunch of people, like ask them stupid questions, and then we could play it on the show. Just ask oh. them a bunch of dumb questions. So here's how I asked him if he has anything to record it with. Yeah, I don't I don't live like a normal person. Like I'm just kind of like spaced out, off the grid, kind of sometimes or whatever. I'm just like, Bleh! yeah, he's like John and Connor then- in Terminator Three. Exactly, dude. And Alex knows me all, all too well, and this is why I fucking got such a kick out of this. Go ahead. Yeah, so so check this out. Uh, Dan, can you go in there? Do you have any kind of thing that a normal person with money would have, like a digital video camera? <laughs> <laughs> like a normal person <laughs> How obnoxious am I? Do you have anything a normal person with, like, money has? Like, a, oh, a simple man. digital camera? No, that's not obnoxious. You were right on. Oh, my gosh. Slip. <laughs> and I got the, I got one more clip. It's a very inappropriate joke. Oh, Alex gargles wrap-up goodbye. What does that mean? Let's see. And that's the end, so... <clears throat> so I'm gargling my vodka. <laughs> And that's the end, so... It's <clears throat> gross, dude, listen to that. So I'm gargling... And that's the end, so... <clears throat> so I'm gargling my vodka. <laughs> that is gross, man. I'm glad we have everybody on the line and this is what we're fucking doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is really productive, isn't it? Yo, we've been on the line for a minute, guys. Sorry, we're, we're kind of astray at the moment. We'll, we'll try and bring it back to real life here. <laughs> My you, kind of podcast right here. This is awesome. When we were, <laughs> when you, Alex, did you leave it in the show when we were I guess, probably asked Matt because he would know better than anyone. <laughs> did did Alex leave it in the show when we were talking about vaginas and telling them apart? No. <laughs> oh, you did not? No. You didn't? No, I don't leave recall that. that. Okay. Yeah. I was curious. Cause, I mean, I... Uh, if, if that's recorded, I want to hear it. It was a little much. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, you know what? I, I found the ass joke. This is the one I really regret. I'm gonna I'm gonna regret this now. So I'll tell you ahead of time. Okay. This might not make it to the show again. Oh, Raleigh, this is bad. This is bad. Here we go. Okay. This is a real sick sense of humor. Here we go. 
Did you ever stick your dick so far down a girl's throat that it came out of her asshole? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not nearly big enough to do that. Stick your dick so far down a girl's throat that it came out of her asshole? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not nearly big enough to do that. <laughs> That's great. Play out the shit pipe. It's right like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, what? You'd see, like, see like a black mushroom <laughs> shooting out the asshole. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Alright guys, do you think do you think these reviews were good or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm still wondering about the show after that comment. Yeah, right. Nice transition, by the yeah, way. Yeah, hey, do you think these reviews were good or no? <laughs> I think they were great. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible. Oh my god. Really in depth. <laughs> Those reviews went deep. <laughs> it came out of her ass. All deep. <laughs> I cannot condone this sort of vulgar vulgar discussion um but but you love it still <laughs> well fuck yeah See, like every inch of that review <laughs> what's funny about shit like that too is alex is like you know he's trying he's definitely pushing the envelope but at the same time like you can tell he's definitely still curious like he really wants to know the answer to it <laughs> well if you every single time we record he's like so jamie <laughs> yeah, always a new sex question. If you were in the, it's always a sex question. He's like, so Jamie, if you were in the car with, <laughs> Jamie, you watch a lot of porn. Would you? <laughs> Jamie, you have a vagina. <laughs> I can't get away from that. What was? That? Oh, what's the guy's name from? Um, Duke from Psycho. Duke. Oh yeah. So, Jamie, if you were in the car with Duke, would you be walking? No, I said, I said <laughs> would you suck a dick or would you be walking in the storm? Brilliant question. Thank you. And, I, I, I am not walking in the rain. That's what she said. Yeah, you're the one who said you wouldn't be walking. So. I think guys are like, I think a lot of horror guys are like, you know what? Wow, they have a girl and... Wow, we always wanted to know these bizarre things. He's he's willing to ask if she'd either. <laughs> hey, listen, that we are what? fucking walking dicks. We just walk dicks. I mean, that's all we are, man. <laughs> Holy shit! Let's just get down to it. Yeah, let's <laughs> face it. Yeah. You know the thing is, did somebody always... say dicks? Because I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we talk more about that? I have all been more comfortable with boys i have always had a like a really just a filthy sense of humor no get out of here uh, <laughs> and well and the people ask me they're like you know um i actually had a guy on twitter who was he's like you know i don't understand he's like you know your shit you're you come off as really intelligent that's because you look at it before you flush then why do you <laughs> why do you do blue material and i'm like um because it's fucking funny, you know? And I'm like, I do this shit for me. I don't care what anybody else thinks. And if I think something's funny, then I'm going to say it. Exactly. And I'm like, and besides, why do I have to be all prim and proper to, because I'm a woman, to show that I'm intelligent? 
fuck that. You know, if a guy can tell a dick joke, so can I. So that's, that's the uh, one podcast Jamie turned down the prim and proper podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one, the 26th one. I auditioned just yeah. for a and they told me to get the hell out. Know of your me. place, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, by the way, I'm, I don't know who I don't know who's making that noise. My uh, sunglasses are too dark in the studio. Who, uh, someone's opening beers. I'm just getting real jealous. I don't know who that is, but <laughs> sorry, Corey. probably and me. You- yeah. I'd- Oh, that sounded that sounded good. I love how everybody's like, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing just, it. Just trying to have a good time, you know. It's tough with you this, guys. This big red table's too far. I can't see down. Just roll in here. Hey, hey, Jamie, though, you probably have a bigger dick than most of these guys here. So. <laughs> I'm not even really sure wow. how to take. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I should take that. Deep. I mean, I, I know how to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody put the dick in his mouth. My zipper's stuck, y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. What show is... Uh, uh, by the way, Evil Episodes, one year. Great. Oh, no, wait a minute. I mean, uh, Midnight... No, wait. Who's... Our show. Yes. What show is this? What show are we celebrating? Matt's show? Yeah, that's the Wazell Show. Matt Holy Wazell. shit. One year. Welcome, everyone, to the <laughs> 50th episode of the Wazell Show. <laughs> dude, there's so many podcasters. We're like the motherfucking Avengers right now. <laughs> Been assembled for a mission. Yeah, I just want to know who Iron Man is. <laughs> well, I mean, that's obvious, dude. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we, we we went over this in hour one of this five-hour fucking show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think we're all losing it a little bit. Good Lord. Dude, Jamie's just wondering who the Hulk is. <laughs> hey, do you think the Hulk has a green dick? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's got to get bigger. As Boy, you've got a condition. <laughs> she loves him when he gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> It grew three sizes that day. He <laughs> <laughs> grew three sizes that day. This what I, what I like to do is in right in the middle of it, I just start like punching him and screaming at him, hoping to piss what? him off. Then it's like I'm fucking two guys. <laughs> uh oh. What the fuck? Is that what you want? You want to be tossed around? Like- <laughs> Wow, let's let's really get into this. Jamie, I think he, he's a little big. It'll look like alien if you're. Uh... <laughs> All right, what the fuck have we been talking about? So let's focus. Go ahead, take it there. We were talking about the um, the fucking shows, and at, at this time we were supposed to talk about. Now we're past the Halloween shows, past the Halloween awards, and oh, how fitting Corey is here at the end of the Halloween award discussion now. Yeah, we gotta let everybody know what we're doing, because everybody's been fucking coming on, so. Yeah, they're just hearing clips. Yeah, 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 we'll bring you, we'll bring you guys up to speed. So at this point in the game, you know, me and Alex, we had a fist fight. I fucking killed him. He came back to like, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, take it, Alex. Uh, yeah, so after the Halloween Awards, the whole Mike fiasco happened. I just couldn't work with the dude no more. He was just too much for me. It, like, the, the, the suffering was not worth the... The, the fruits of it, I guess, if you want to say. And um, I just said, I'm done. We're done. Goodbye. And uh, that was it. And then I was really out of panic. I said, all right. I know Mike really didn't 
who wasn't the driving force. He didn't really create anything. He didn't really bring much to the actual show, like content-wise. But I really felt lost for a second. I was like, wow, this is not gonna. I don't know if I could do this. It just feels weird without him. It was just always normal to have him there. So uh, you know, me and Dan, we start doing the show. We get through the lovely Molly, which we both hated that review. Well, well, first then we explain Mike's gone. Then all of a sudden, bam! Mike, uh, Dan loses his computer. It crashes. Wow, wow, wow! Really? Because I thought fucking he got into jail for having paraphernalia. I mean, that's what you guys said. I'm just saying. Right, that's right. Because I remember when he got out. Yeah. Well, we're we're very creative of why he's on a phone. Oh, so you guys are liars. Okay, it's becoming clear now. Yeah, we lied about that part. Dude, straight up douches. Yeah, I said drop another quarter in so we could sit through the review. <laughs> can you believe I had to react to Alex saying shit like that too, like it was nothing? Like, oh, okay. I love it. Dan will just go with anything, any cockamamie idea I come up with. Doesn't I all that was brilliant though. Well, I'll do that too. Like, I'll just like I was. I don't know if it was the last show or the show before when I was just like Dan, and he, I'm like, hang on a second, guys. I'm sorry, Dan. You're the chair of your leg is on my cushion <laughs> and he's like oh dude sorry no he no he said no he said that's not my leg never even oh yeah <laughs> never even misses a beat though it's great hey listen we, we create an alternate reality because we can't face real reality so. i'm so fucking high i'm there guys i'm fucking in the dungeon right now i go fuck yeah i love it dan will go with anything it's great are there the dragons bit, the bit with you guys with dan walking up <laughs> walking up towards the house, you know, talking on the phone first. I loved that. Well, that was so funny. I loved it, though. I thought that, that was, was brilliant. Thanks. Yeah, I actually had to put artificial footprint sounds. Yeah, I thought that was great, man. Well, no, the, the whole thing, too, was I, I was on a microphone once I was fucking... Um, once we recorded that following segment, so it right. made sense. You know what I mean? We had it to do like... the intro a couple days after because we didn't have an intro. And by then, since his computer was crashed, he was at his friend's house to do the actual the bulk of the show. So now we had but to do an we intro. Were like, hey, David. Hey, David. What's up, man? You want to go in the dungeon? Yeah. What's <laughs> up? Okay. Let's go do the show. That was yeah. fucking annoying, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah, funny yeah. thing, <laughs> the funny thing is, that was our worst show ever oh, in dude. terms of behind the scenes, and that was the that was the period where me and Dan had a huge fight <laughs> what our one and only dude it was so hilarious yeah one fight in our life and that was it and he literally if you notice Matt Dan was not on that last segment of that show <laughs> I split because you guys were in a tiz yeah oh, I was like screw you guys and gang him really he literally hung up he left the show and <laughs> and David was there David and you know okay here was the show the show was let's do a what was the first Santa Slay with Goldberg, and then we're gonna yeah. do the Silent Night and Silent Night Two review. So which was great, I love that. Thanks. Too, yeah. So Dan only watched Santa Slay because he didn't have a computer. He didn't do this and that, whatever. He didn't get around to it. And David was coming on to review all three of them. David didn't watch Santa Slay, and he did watch Silent Night and Silent Night Two. So now I got two guys coming on the show, and not both of them didn't watch every movie. So it's like, okay, well, what's David going to do when we're doing Silent Slay? And what's Dan going to do when we're doing Silent Night and Silent Night 2? And it's just like, all right, guys, let's just do whatever we can. Let's make it work. The first, you know, Dan did, did uh, Silent uh, Santa Slay. 
Yeah, like, that's the thing. It was funny, too, because I was like, all right, I didn't see the movie, so I'm just going to ask questions about the movie yeah. to these guys. You know, I'm just going to take that approach. And every time I tried to talk, uh, for some reason, like, I, I, I um, every time somebody else would talk over me, it would cut me out. So I was just like, it was Christmas time, dude. I was such a little Grinch <laughs> little bitch, dude. I was, like, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Like, nothing's working. I was at my buddy's house. Dude, you got to understand, too, man. Yeah going back a little bit I was trying to get Skype going I had to download Skype onto this dude's computer get that shit going it took forever dude and then I'm sitting there scanning through the fucking movie trying to pick up as much as possible dude and it's like for a fucking podcast it's like I shouldn't have been sweating but I was and I was just trying to get everything going and then my buddy's sitting there like ah fucking bong rips ah I was like dude this is madness dude so I was like stress the fuck out yeah. So then we, when we, finally when we got on there, dude, I was just like fucking, you know, that grumpy cat you always see on Facebook. Oh, God. <laughs> that was me, bro. First, we did Santa Slay. Then we did Silent Night. And as we're right. doing Silent Night, Dan was trying to chime in. But <laughs> me and David didn't even think he would. So we just kept talking and didn't even hear him. It didn't register in our <laughs> headphones that he was talking. So he was being ignored for about 40 minutes. <laughs> I was like, hello? <laughs> he was pissed. So David said, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom or something like that. So before we did part two, Dan says, dude, you know what? This is fucked up. I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to sit here. I don't know what's going on. Did you fucking hear me trying to talk? And I'm like, no. And he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I tried to talk 50 times and you assholes didn't even say shit to me. And I'm like, dude, I swear to God, I didn't hear you. And then <clears throat> he just said, well, dude, I don't want <clears throat> to be here no more. So <clears throat> he left and David comes back. I go, uh, Dan says, uh, have a good night, but he had to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so David's there and You'll notice that if you listen back, the Silent Night 2 review, my head is so messed up by that point because we went through a lot of drama with Mike, Dan's computer, Dan not watching the movies, the whole thing, the whole fiasco, David not watching the first movie, and it's like, what the hell, you know, and and then by the time we, we got to Silent Night 2, just me and David, I was so out of it that if you listen, it sounds like David's the host of the show, and I'm the, and I'm the guest on his show, like, he's doing more with the movie than I am. I'm not even, like, into this. And it's just really strange if, if you listen to it like that. And um, yeah. then we just, you know, we got done. I really didn't want to say much. I just wanted to get off. And then uh, me and David just wrapped it up, and that was it. And that's the one thing I regret, that Dan was so mad he wasn't able to be on the last minutes of the final, you know, of the 2012 show. That mm -hmm. That's the one thing I felt bad about. Uh it ended. We talked it out. We really, I went crazy at that point because of Mike and the computer. Dan reacted for me, went crazy. And then all of a sudden, we talked to Jamie. And ever since she's been on the show, it's just like, bam, perfect. Right. Everything's in sync. There's no problems. Dan got a computer. I actually had to get another one. And mm -hmm. we're set. And that's how it's been. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, everybody's joining in on a downside. But, you know, we started off fucking awesome. You know, everything was going good. And then everything with Mike happened. So it kind of sucked. But this was like a short period of time, too. This was only a couple of weeks that this yeah, shit about went four down. weeks. Four, okay, so it was a month, you know, okay. But, dude, think about it, though. You know, we just lost one fucking co-host, and then from Alex's perspective, here I am, fucking boom, my computer goes down. So it's like, ah, fuck, like, what the fuck are we going to yeah, do What are we now? doing here? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, ah, oh, shit. So 
from there, though, like like Alex said, it, it just had to get that bad. And, dude, we were battling, too. It was so fucking funny, too, because it was like, me and Alex don't fight. Like, me and Alex, we just fucking, we're on the same level and shit like that. And then we're going through lim- this limbo period. That was the it whole was fucking... horrible. Everything was up in the air. Nothing. Yeah. We didn't know. I didn't know if this guy was going to be able to watch any movies for anything else we did in the future. Because I know a lot of people that are listening, like, like on the line right now, you guys probably, a lot of people buy Blu-rays and fucking DVDs and shit. I'm totally, I watch everything on my fucking computer and shit. Like, you know, I know there's some people that do that too, but that's how I roll. So fucking boom. Alex was sending me motherfucking movies through the mail and shit, dude. That's how dedicated I was to getting this show to continue. <laughs> I said, I'm burning this shit, I'm sending it to him, and we are doing the fucking show. I am not... And another aspect of me was like, Mike is not going to kill this show. He left, and this whole thing's going to crumble? It's just bad timing. Dan would have lost his computer anyway, even if Mike was here, but now it appears that we're falling apart without Mike, and I was not, I was determined to not do that. I was doing anything I can to keep this going, and it was like insane, dude. And Yeah, so we did that, though, and it was fucking funny too because i got my computer everything turned around in like two seconds because alex is like okay well what would all right everybody i'm asking you what what the fuck do you do when your podcast is in fucking peril and you need a new co-host who are you gonna call jamie (laughs) jamie jenkins exactly thank you well she was always she we actually were already kind of toying with the idea of bringing her in but i had the dumb notion that people gave a fuck that mike wasn't there anymore and it turns out, uh-huh. nothing, yeah, nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> no one actually, <laughs> nobody yeah, cared. Yeah, we had to cancel. I was supposed to have a guest spot, and we had to cancel my guest spot because he was afraid that people would hate me thinking what? that, you know, I came in to replace Mike. Right. Oh, Alex, you should have asked me, dude. I, <laughs> went, man, I would have told you fucking full steam ahead dude dude you're the one telling mike you love his impersonations and you're freaking i was alone and no no i was i was being nice. i was being nice at that point. what the hell impersonations here mike i haven't heard any of these uh impersonations man <laughs> not our not our mike Corey. they're michael j the old mike yeah we're, yeah oh, all right. oh, oh mike. sorry yeah. sorry that guy no it's so good <laughs> but mike do an impersonation yeah yeah please yeah. hell yeah the impersonation <laughs> segment of the show. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Mike. What do you got? Do Dan and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> this poor oh. bastard. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Fucking Jaws, man. That's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't have that. Motherfucking Jenkins, yo. <laughs> the motherfucking place to be. Check one, two, three. That's what I'm saying, though. My Boston accent ain't that bad. We're coming through. Yo, it's the skeleton crew. We're coming through, bitch. Come on. <laughs> I hate you all. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well i don't know where do we go from here is that about it we got jamie dude that's what i'm saying so yeah we're pretty much up to speed with all the fucking shows we got jamie in there and (laughs) like i said let me say dude 
now that you got Jamie on, I'm smelling like a giant podcast compilation. I mean, with evil episodes, the Valor or Skeleton Crew, liking it, all that fucking <laughs> shit. I'm smelling one gigantic episode to make everyone <laughs> jizz all over themselves. That's what we're doing right now. Well, that's, this is it. You're on it. You're on it, Matt. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Not, not this episode. I'm, I'm talking another episode. But, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, we got to assemble the Avengers more often. Right, sure. exactly. Sure, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to have a focal point besides our own show. Yeah. Right, exactly. (laughs) That'll work. Well, yeah, but hey, guys, thanks everybody, too, that fucking called in and shit, listening to our stupid fucking asses. I mean, we appreciate it, taking the time out, you know? So thanks, guys. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Mike said some really, really nice things, and I did mention it on a a show about, he said nice things about the uh, Texas Chainsaw. He said it was some of the most fun he's had listening to his show. Corey, of course, killed it. Dude, you you sealed the deal. You brought the vision to life, and you killed it on the Halloween uh, Movie Awards. That made it official. Swear to God, like it would not be the same. Thank you, man. It means a lot. Yeah, thank you, dude. Thank you for doing that. Corey yeah. knows he's the bomb. He is, and bomb.com. Shit, shit. I would like to have both these guys on um, to do, you know, sit in for some kind of whatever we come up with in the future. Uh, I showed up tonight, so this kind of counts towards mine. Oh, so you don't want to think that? I get it. You don't want everyone to know. But I'm saying, you know, no, 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 as far as... Uh, like, but, I did my hours. I did my time. Yeah, come on. Let me go. You know, but no, no. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, was this community service? <laughs> yeah. But no, as far as, you know, how I see it, man, I don't want to intrude on your shit too much here. So I just oh. sort of show up and I oh. hope you enjoy my company and absolutely. the bullshit that i talk you know absolutely oh, sure man absolutely oh. yeah. but anytime anytime man wait you know what Corey? while you're here you did hear the whole movie award show right oh yes i did yes i did even though i was on it and my 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 voice fucking disgusts me I fucking <laughs> oh come on but uh you guys saved it I just want to know if you guys had me signed up for the Police Academy retrospective. Dude, if you guys do that, I am so down. (laughs) Well, after 50 shows, if we leave and and continue to do something, we'll probably do regular movie reviews or something like that. So it may be in the works. I said what everyone else does, start a side cast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we can wrap up show. And everybody's got fucking sidecasts these days. Mike has like oh, four. No. <laughs> sidecasts? We're doing bi-weekly shows. Jesus. It's like it's like not your bottom bitch, but the other bitch. <laughs> yeah, in each new sidecast, I'm like, okay, this one's going to be more freeform because I don't, <laughs> don't want to edit. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I want to record it when I hit stop. Okay, upload it. It's done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that evil episodes number twenty nine didn't edit that one, and Jamie got in trouble for that one. Oh, Jamie Jenkins talking about lesbians. Time out. <laughs> Talk about eating fucking pussy. What? Wait, what? What, what about every episode? She no, she has a lesbian listener that she called out. She outed her. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's I right. didn't out her. She's already. <laughs> I didn't. Because she outed her. <laughs> I did not out her. She, she, you know what? She is incredibly, her. She's incredibly loyal and. She scissored her? So. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I know, and I love her. <laughs> but oh boy, oh fucking hell, man! In your dreams, All right. exactly. Well, that this is what I'm saying, though. This is why I love the show right now, dude. It's so much fun having Jamie here. You fucking kill it every time, and that's that. You know, Wait, this is funny too, because like I I can't even get into Jamie because we talk about it all the. Oh yes, you can. You just the shit, dude. You just fucking rule the universe. You're awesome, Mike. This is what I'm saying, though. Yeah, Mike, exactly. Jamie, but the, the one thing is, I wish I was fucking special. I just feel like I'm one of many. How many? What are you at? 28 now? I I, I wish I was a little more exclusive, you know? I, I wish I felt the love, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't feel the love. Dan needs a hug. Really? Do you, think, do you think anyone else gets artistic... Oh. I'm just non-nude photos of me. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, fucking Jamie. Should I tell this, Jamie? No, we we already told on the last show. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, we did. This Uh-oh. is true. Yeah, she has a, na- a naked picture that she turned into a painting and sends it out. Yeah, no. no, the whole thing is she, Jamie doesn't call it a naked picture because she fucking painted her fucking tit. <laughs> yeah, she went on Photoshop, made it paint looking. I did not. No, I didn't. That was where the hell is this thing? It was. <laughs> Send me the email address, bro. I'll forward it to you. Uh, fucking right. It's on the front page of Yahoo News. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm sending you this out right now. Shit. What the hell is that? Somebody bring a dog in here? Oh, I think it's my dog outside barking. This is no place for dogs in the dungeon. No, there's like syringes on the floor and shit. <laughs> No, but thanks everybody for coming on and shit. Though it's been fun. Like, uh, like I said, this right. is this is why we do it. We just want to shoot the shit, and uh, yeah, man, this was fucking cool. Yeah, fucking like, right. That's because oh. I did it. That's why. Exactly. Well, guys, thanks so much for coming on and celebrating yeah, thanks, fifty guys. shows, one year. It's been great. Horrorphilia has been great to us. Horrorbid has been great to us, and everybody who listens has been great. And it's been great talking to everybody on the group page and everywhere that we do it. And it's been fun. It's been real. And we're looking forward to another 50, and we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs> yeah. It's time to die. Yeah. Any last words, anybody? Go, we'll go time to die. I mean, it's time to die. <laughs> Wake up, it's time to die. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Uh... I have a boner. That's my last word. <laughs> Just uh, congrats on the year, and uh, let's do it again in another year. Agreed. Hell yeah. That sounded like a yearbook quote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, bro. Oh, shit. Okay, Corey. Corey, any last words? Besides... Time to die. Time to die. Yeah, that's the only one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, fucking fucking three times. I know. I was trying to get another one out of him. Get out of here. Uh, no, uh, no. The electric chair is. Uh, oh know, god! Get out of here with your promotion. <laughs> Fuck you! I, I, I was trying. I, the only reason I came here tonight was so I could hope I could get more fucking listeners. Some <laughs> shit. All right, go ahead. Tell them about your show. Go ahead. www. show. com that's where you can hear me, and I kick ass. That's that's an awesome podcast. What's that other one you're on? Oh boy, I don't know. It's some kind of shit where I watch shitty movies and <laughs> bullshit about it. I don't know. Oh. Fuck it, Mike. What do you? What is that? 
Yeah, he talked to wrong? some drunk guy and some slut. Oh. <laughs> I'm drunk too, so I don't give a fuck what I do. <laughs> oh, I love this guy. Well, you got to when you're watching sci-fi movies. All right, That's the network, not the genre. All right, get your get your promotion in. There. I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay, we got evil episodes. Check, okay, everybody, go to horrorphilia.com. Then you go to yep. podcast or something. Then you go to A to Z and or A to M or whatever M and Z, and then you look for evil episodes. You look for electric chair. You look for liking it. You look for what was your sidecast called again? Uh, not so evil episodes and theater of evil are the two sidecasts. Okay, anybody else? Devour Devour the podcast. Devour the outro episode. Yeah. So we got we got Devour. Okay, everyone's in there. Matt, do you have anything to promote? Uh, that's no. Besides that, you have a big penis. Well, that I definitely have. But I am on no media sites. Please do not contact me. Or to be found. Uh, and Matt Wazell is a figment of your imagination. Matt Wazell. I am no longer. I am. I am not located anywhere. Do not find me. I am a, a non thing. Mm-hmm. And he thinks we're fucking fanboys. This fucking asshole. <laughs> this, asshole. this asshole thinks we're fanboys. God damn it! <laughs> I get into the fucking podcasting game. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking going go. I'm a fucking fanboy. Fucking ruined my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What was that thing you said about how you get to co-host with me? And what was that? What? <laughs> we just start a new episode. Oh, they just keep popping up like mushrooms, dude. They're just Jamie Jenkins podcast, dude. They're like a fucking. They're just everywhere. Yeah, Jamie needed another podcast to be on. <laughs> well, she should start a network. The Jamie Jenkins Network. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. That's borderline cult shit. Yeah, well, well, you know. Well, I do have, I do have the cult of Maven, and oh wow, God. look at this! Look uh, at this. They they call themselves Maven's minions. <laughs> <laughs> all all four people. They uh, have a logo. I'm not fucking. <laughs> wow, wow. Oh, I'll fucking damn. I, uh, I love them. Sl- I love. So much. What you're saying is we can expect to never get a response from Jamie in about a month from now. Yeah, right. <laughs> she starts not showing up for shows. <laughs> well, you dude, I'm going to be wrong. fucking dead. Everything's with dying with this guy. <laughs> Bet your ass. I'm gone in like two weeks, man. Time to die. <laughs> well, let's drink tonight, shall we? I mean, <laughs> Absolutely, <fuck> sir. <laughs> I'm that's, dead. That's the way to go out, man. And we'll fucking end it on that note, guys. And thanks, everybody, once again. You guys fucking kick so much ass. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening, too. We, uh, like I said, we're fucking, we're halfway through our our estimated amount of shows. And, um, yeah, that's that. Thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah, I love, yeah, estimated. Estimated, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to, yeah, estimate. Holding on to that shred of hope. I that can't we- commit. I just, like, <laughs> commit to 100. It just doesn't feel right in my heart. A hundred sounds good to me. Zach. Exactly. <laughs> it does. All right, guys. Thanks again. And we will we will uh, <laughs> have you all back on in the future. And stick around for show number 51, where we finish off our Evil Dead retrospective and review the new movie and wrap up all four. So 
This is Alex for Dan and Jamie and Corey and Mike and Matt. God, get out of here. I can't, I can't move. Go home. Go <laughs> you home. You bet your sweet ass. Go home. Silly motherfuckers. I am home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got 99 problems, but this fucking podcast ain't one. <laughs> oh, hit me. <laughs> I love you, Corey. I love you, Mike. I love you, Matt. Right. I love Smell you. Ya. See you later. <laughs>